And it's kind of giving me a epileptic seizure. Alright, intro's playing, Pete. Welcome to Paint It Black Podcast, a competitive podcast between podcasters, starring Billy Mendelia, Brian Katz, and your host, Pete Bird. We are back. Ready to paint it black? I'm your host, judge and referee, Pete. Back in the chair. The theme is louder than I remember. It got louder, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Pete. Over there we got Brian. Much love, everyone. And we got on the line, Billy. What up? Yeah. <laughs> We're fresh back. out the shower, Billy. I've never seen him look so fresh. He's <laughs> so clean. Yeah. <laughs> What happens when you work in 13 hours a day? I know. Billy has got a nice full head of hair on him. I mean, thick, looking good. I mean, I, I got you did not let the COVID-19 or the COVID-20 even hit you, bro. Actually, no, I beg to differ. I am starting. Next time you see me, you'll see I have started to pop some grays on the sides. Getting like the Reed Richards grays. I knew he wasn't going to get fat. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like one gray hair. I thought you'd be like, yo, dude. I don't got the six pack anymore. It's all you know. It's 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 not as visible as I'd like it. Right. It's three straggly rays. Yeah. Down to four. <laughs> Down to four. Things that I've had since I was like twenty eight. You know. Oh, it's scraggly grays. I have in my beard. My I'm hoping because I'm Italian. I keep this nice color until I'm dead. But uh, <laughs> but you know like the the but the beard is giving me a little bit like hey man I'm almost forty and I got little grays in my beard. I'm a lo- I want more. I feel like that's my going to be my like final form. It's just good gray streaks in the beard, you know. <laughs> now that the beard's a little longer, I'm going full Gandalf. You know, I found this awesome meme. The best Pokemon, the best Pokemon name to ever name your Pokemon, Pokemon is this motherfucker. This motherfucker <laughs> used slam. Yeah, this motherfucker. There's Hannah's been playing Animal Crossing. I heard that had a huge comeback uh, for the um, for quarantine. the Switch. Yeah, yeah, because it's a perfect game for quarantine because all you do is sit and build a town. Mm-hmm. and But all your little villagers, they use like little uh, catchphrases, like little nicknames. Like one guy, he's a little dog. He calls his dog. You know, another one calls this like, like friendo. But you could change friendo? him. Yeah. You could yeah. Cha- friendo? You could change him after a while. So now all our little villagers are like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I started playing FIFA again just recently, like last week. Yeah. But other than that, like I didn't play any. I, I downloaded the new, um, well, the new. It's like three months old at this point. The uh, Resident Evil Three. Yeah. I just haven't gone through it yet. I love Resident Evil Two. It's so good. Um, but I've been basically just playing with my kids. It's like, yeah. like I'm loving my daughter right now. She's at such a fun age, and like she's starting to really like repeat words and stuff. It's what, how so, old is she exactly at this point? She's 20 months old. 20 months. So she's yeah. just bordering on two. I find that's when they're... she'll be two before you know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. Um, we're actually probably in September gonna have like a little thing at the. Re- the I don't know if you were there last. No, you weren't there. We're gonna have a thing at the restaurant again where we're just gonna have like a. We didn't do anything for Archer, so we're like kids. Fucking almost four months now. It's yeah, like, we gotta do something for him. So probably in September we're gonna have like a re- like a dinner for him, and then, uh, and then her birthday's at the end of October. Right. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of months. Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to just call, I don't want to have one thing for both just because like I should recognize Archer, right? Right. So like you know I feel bad having people come out and give me like two separate cards, but like you know I all you can eat, all you can drink, motherfuckers, just chill out. Yeah, two folded pieces of paper won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been playing. I I went through a big period at the start of this thing where I was just going through every video game I had because mm-hmm. it turns out I, I accumulated this library of games that I just never finished. 
So for the first couple months, it was like, yeah, I guess I got time. Mm-hmm. Went through everything. Fucking finally played like Witcher 3 and Resident Evil 7 that I've been sitting on forever. And then after a while, I was just like, I'm so fucking over all this. Billy, did you play anything? Uh, no, I haven't had time. Just just, uh, just working all day, all night? How's it? I get home and like by 10 o'clock, I'm like assed out already. What about that pooch? How's he doing? Oh, well, uh, the, re- the reason why I'm, I'm home right now is uh, Dan- Daniela gets home during lunch, calls me up. Apparently, uh, the dog must have must have had must have had like a really bad stomach and uh, shit the cage really bad. Um, oh, man, the only up. way I, the only way I could describe it was uh, you ever see Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy and Steve Zahn? No, but I can imagine it's a bunch of shit in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, like it wasn't it, but he didn't. He didn't shit it in the cage. He somehow somehow shot it out backwards, all well, over the wall. That kind of makes sense, Billy. Yeah, like it's the way their butthole faces. Yeah, he's a big dog now, right? What's he got? Like one hundred and ten pounds? No, no, he's uh, eighty pounds. Oh, a little runt. That's it. Those 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 uh, Rottweilers get big. Right? He's a big guy. He's just lean. He's lean. He's yeah. power. Oh, power. He's, yeah. all, well, he's, getting, a, he's lean. He's power. What is he? He's muscular. He's, he's muscular. Power. He yeah. crossed. He's CrossFit. Yeah, he's CrossFit. He, pulled, he when he starts running, he pulls me. Like I'm like, whoa. We were over like my, at uh, Billy's house a couple weeks ago to watch a movie in the yard. Like mm-hmm. you know, set up the screen and everything. Billy missed the most narrow, tragic accident when that dog oh, yanked man. on him. Oh man! <laughs> Almost impaled him on like a metal spike. It was like terrifying. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I, I I my my wife just got a gall battery removed. So like the last couple of weeks have been rough for me because she was getting these like. Super stabbing attack. So I, I'm sorry. I wish I could have made it to your house. Was it, was that a dog pun with the rough? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, yeah, obviously, uh, I, I, I haven't missed any beats. <laughs> no rust on this one. Yeah, man. I'm ready to go. Uh, How is she, by the way? She's doing much better. And uh, apparently, a lot of people have had that surgery. Tons. And so, like, it, yeah. it made me more comfortable. Like, you know, anytime like your significant other is like. You know anything? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting oh shit, man. She's in super pain. You know, I'm like, yo, you get that? Like, I, I haven't. I, well, what can I do, man? I'm not a fucking doctor. You know, I'm not a surgeon. I can't help you out, man. Like, let's go to the doctor. Let's do that. I spent all night in the uh, Stony Brook parking lot because they wouldn't let me in because of COVID. Yeah. So like, again, if she didn't walk into her own devices, I would have told those guys to go fuck themselves. Yeah. And I would like, look, I don't care what your fucking deal is. My wife is like keeling over. I'm, I'm seeing her through this. Like, yeah. you know. So I. I think at that point we're like, you know, I I don't I know things are nuts in COVID, but like you should have one like what only one, but whatever whoever it is, if some if something's happening and you go into the emergency room, you should, you need one person to speak have to even speak for you. you oh know? yeah, yeah. So we just uh, went through it with my mother-in-law because mm-hmm. she had you a, have a mother-in-law, my girlfriend's mom. Okay, we're domestic. We're officially domestic partners, like legally. You're, you're taking the uh, kiss route. What's that guy's name? The what? The guy from Kiss, uh, Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. That he's not married to that hot blonde. He just happened to be with her long enough where they're like, yeah, well, married. We're at that point, you know. We haven't gotten married yet because right when we were, you know, really headed towards it, this shit happens, and now we're you know dealing with a whole bunch of other life changes. But we filed officially. Are you, are you fucks gonna make me drive to Maine when you get married? If you want, it's gonna be a little. We're probably gonna do it down here just to yes keep the family, my family. We'll be real butthurt if I don't. I, I'm excited to go to a wedding. I just, I, I mean, you know, I've never been to me. I should probably want to track up there, but it's, it's, you'd like it. That's what we're, that's what we're telling everyone. All right, I'm moving to Maine. 
So we didn't say that on air yet. So that's happening. And when um, good luck up there, by the way. Thank you very much. We will try. No, we'll try. We will continue the podcast until we no longer want to do it. Yeah, exactly. So via Skype. Once I get up, set up up there. Right now, we're going up. We're staying with some family, mm-hmm. and as we, you know, apartment hunt and job hunt and all that stuff. Are there apartments in Maine or just cabins? Both. You can do both. <laughs> no, I feel it's just not. It's not they got apartment. houses. No cabins. I going to build like a hut, like Ewoks in the trees. I'm going off the grid. That's how I imagine Maine. It's more of like an Ewok Endor. You know. You know, you should picture picture Maine is like Yubnub just on repeat. You ever see just like a a, a fishing town? Like a New England fishing town? <laughs> no. Lobster boats. Like, the only like the seaside, you know. Like, like, the, like a Stephen King like book. Like the movie The Great Store, that the, the, the Perfect Storm? Kind of. Yeah, that's where we're going. You got Mark Wahlberg's walking through that? No, no, we're going straight Stephen King country. Oh, man. You ever see Sui It? Thong, bro. Did you ever see oh, It? You ever see It? Like the new one? I saw the first part, not the second part. That town is like an hour north of us. <clears throat> what I realized watching It again in a new version of it is I don't really like that story the first part's great first part's awesome and then second part's kind of whack second part was like that's why I left it off I was like that first part was good enough for me I don't need them to go back I liked it, it too long well actually no they didn't even do the same thing the first part of the first movie it was just the kids so they didn't even go well you know what as long as we don't go back and it's a spider I'm fine that was a real buzzkill for me they made it a different kind of spider it was a spider with a clown face and it was, <laughs> it was more of a nightmare monster with a lot of legs, a giant clown. With it was cool. You know, I like the ending. It was you know, stop, stop it, stop defending the spider. <laughs> well, I can't. I need to defend the spider. It's, the, it's like the giant octopus in fucking uh, the Watchmen. It's dumb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they did it so good on that TV show. No one, probably, probably many people watched it, but no one's gonna say the goddamn octopus was a good idea. Who didn't filter that? Yeah, but they followed it up so good. It was a comic book. Fucking comic book. I understand that it's a comic book, people, but still, it's dumb. I, I remember reading that book for the first time, and it got to that part. I went, huh, all right. Interesting choice. Other, you know I respect his vision. Other directions you could have gone there to really built this thing up, and it was a squid with a vagina mouth. But there we go. We're here. We're doing it. All right, that's it. Hey, guys, guys, guys. Wait, we're here. We're all right. Cue the denouement. Let's go. <laughs> Let's beat this squid. <laughs> you watch that show though? I did not. I actually once Game of Thrones ended, I was like, goodbye HBO. Oh, so you don't have the HBO Max? No, and that's not an ongoing show. So like, eventually it'll be on my radar on some other streaming yeah. platform. Where like it was on Hulu? I don't know if you have Hulu. I have Hulu. It's I, on Hulu. I think it was on Hulu. I doubt it. Hulu's got nothing except for like syndicated television. We keep Hulu so my girlfriend can watch terrible shows about failed marriages. Disney hooked me up with Hulu. Basically, it was like for twelve ninety nine, I get uh, Hulu, Disney, and ESPN Plus. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. check Hulu for the Watchmen show because it's real. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Excellent, excellent. I will check that. Uh, Billy, what was the best thing? that you watched during this whole pandemic? The best thing that I've watched? Jeez. Um, oh, there was that there was that Robbie Amell show, Upload, on uh, on Amazon Prime. Oh, I didn't. That was... Uh, yeah. Explain what it yeah, was. That, okay, so basically, basically, like, as you're dying, you have, you have this option to upload your consciousness into, like, this VR world, and the people in the real world can still interact with you, and uh, the people who like are controlling the VR world, like the tech support, 
they're your angels and um and ba- basically but you gotta you uh you gotta pay like all this money to be in this world or you can uh and then they have ads and they you, you can buy stuff if you have enough money uh and meanwhile robbie amell's character was trying to develop uh free like a free version of it so now the question is was he was he murdered or you know and whatnot and uh it was, it was pretty cool a nice nice new concept of a show um it was about maybe about maybe 10 episodes of course and... immortality has a paywall <laughs> would you like to continue a, wasn't that a black mirror episode you're, you're out of lies would you like to buy more yeah. <laughs> pretty much it's, it's uh, all you know. in-game currency until you get to that <laughs> dlc <laughs> And then I watched, in, uh, I watched purchases. season two of uh, Harley Quinn and I'm really uh, watching season two of Doom Patrol. I am loving Doom Patrol. Yo, but... I, do, I, I love Doom Patrol the first season. I, I thought it was great. I it just, was just, it just didn't give a fuck. It's funny you mentioned. You know? I just spent the past couple weeks just getting caught up on Doom Patrol. And holy shit, is that a good show? Right? I laugh my ass off at that thing. Exactly. And that, that girl uh, that plays Jane with multiple personalities, Fantastic. she's amazing. Fantastic. But every time you hear Brendan Fraser as the robot scream, what the fuck? It's the funniest goddamn thing. Um, What did this pandemic do to our entertainment? Because I feel there's going to be a giant gap somewhere in the near future. It's happening. You can't film nothing unless it's animated, I imagine, because everyone can still work on that. You're going to see some cartoons. But Mm -hmm. like, there's going to be a point somewhere in like 2021 fall or winter where there's like, yeah, we got no content, but that's it. (laughs) Disney already Disney already pushed back Falcon and Winter Soldier. They announced it today. Well, yeah, yeah. But any live action show or or movie, anything that's 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 not drawn, basically, yeah. has got to be pushed back. Well, I imagine I imagine a lot of movies were, you know, they put a lot out on you know for purchase at home. Mm-hmm. They have to have a backlog of some that they just couldn't release on time due to this. So I imagine hopefully well, that'll pad that out a little bit. But TV. Well, like we were supposed to get, we were supposed to get Top Gun two. That's gonna come out summer. in the, the winter. Mm-hmm. Push it back to the winter now. Yeah, I I am a little bit bummed about that because that's a summer movie. That's not a winter. Movie. <laughs> you don't watch yeah. Top Gun on Christmas. We actually, I my my little sister has never seen the original Top Gun, so like we did it an eighties night where we watched that in Big Trouble Little China, and I've never been like ear to ear smiles. I was like, these fucking movies are awesome. And like I the the the, the soundtracks to them, the, the the dumb acting, the jokes, the action, everything's fucking cool about yeah, this. Well big trouble for sure. Is Top Gun as gay as I remember? It's way gayer than you even thought. <laughs> and that's why it's so fucking funny. It is like the Plains version of the Lost Boys. Right. All right. It's like that's <laughs> so fucking gay. From Lost Boys to playing with the boys. Dude, yeah, for <laughs> real. Like that's that that seems iconically gay, and like you know what that that drove a, like there, you wouldn't have the rainbow parades that you have now without that movie being made. In oh, absolutely, five whatever it was, right? Such a, I, I but but it's still for hetero people, it's fucking real good movie, man. <laughs> like guy loses his best friend, overcomes his fear, fucking, I'll be your wingman anytime. That's right. the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about the sequel though. I'm just, you know what. Because it's so far back, I was maybe it's just a weird maybe it's because I had nostalgia for it and the time being the pandemic. I'm excited for the dumb sequel. But of that. name a sequel, one of these sequels that happens 20, 30 years past that seems to be a, the trend for a while. No, they're all that was bad. actually any good. I, I can't name you one, Pete, but I feel that this one was so campy anyway. 
then it's like it's it's gonna work. It's got Cruise. Bucks is just overly serious now. <laughs> but like it, it still has Tom Cruise, right? That's the guy you need. Yeah, but he's gone through some changes, you know. He not physically, he's, not... he's still believable that he's a pilot. Yeah, but I'm just saying Tom Cruise as a whole just is weirder now. It's not fucking like Bruce Willis trying to be diehard still. It's like, I, bro, come on, dude. Stop it. You got arthritis. There's no you, way. You look like old Thanos. <laughs> There's no way you're getting from point A to point B at this point. Right. <laughs> you don't even look tough anymore. Yeah. It was like, we're adding your kids to these movies. Come on. Yeah, that's it. Like, why are they... Why the McLeans are so badass? They didn't do anything other than the one guy. The one guy that one and time. And she divorced his ass. Yep. They didn't even grow up with him. What about, like, uh, the new Bill and Ted? Any... I'm not feeling so nostalgic about that one. Did, <laughs> did you watch um, Jim Jeffries has a new stand-up special? On, nah, I didn't see that. He's doing this thing where he's talking about the Ghostbusters movies from a couple of years ago. And he goes... The uh, one movie, right? The one movie. Right. The sequel with the... Or it's the, not a sequel. The reboot world. with the women. Yeah. And he's watching it in the theater with his little kid, like five years old. And the kid leans over and goes, Dad, this movie's not as good as the other Ghostbusters. And he goes, that's right. But don't say that. Well, mainly because it doesn't have the the, the, the geniuses behind it. No Ivan Reitman. Yeah. There's no Bill Murray. No Dan Aykroyd. But he does this whole thing about like, it's like, men are the ones who really like action comedies because we're funny and we do things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you count on a female audience for this movie? I just, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't know why I, it has to be good because it's female. It just flopped. All right, yeah. you can make a female, whatever. The problem is... The reason why the other one worked in such a wacky, zany idea is because the co- comedic talent involved in it was, was premier. Fucking awesome. Like, Ivan, the, the, the track records speak for themselves. Howard Ramis, Ivan Reitman, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Like, the black guy. No, he's not a comedic actor, but he, but he worked in his role. Er, no, and I, I like Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson's a good actor. He's a good actor. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Uh, Sigourney great. Weaver. The dickhead in every movie. Uh, Walter Peck? Walker, Walter Peck, dude. It just worked because the, the cast was great. And the idea was so bonkers with, like, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and Zool. And... I felt that a lot of those, the, a lot of the people who were in that movie were just out of their element. Like, um, what's that chick? Uh, the chicks from SNL? Like, Kristen Wiig and... Most McCartney and, and the other one. Oh, um, what's her face? I like her on SNL. I just can't think of her name right now. I can't. Yeah, the one Black they keep one? they keep trying to make her a movie star. The fat one, the lesbian one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's funny. She does uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, Elizabeth Warren is the is the is the po- political girl. What's her She's name? A, yeah, yeah, but like the the uh, the actress who does Elizabeth Warren, Kate, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. I blanked on it. Shit. Yeah. So like they had a whole SNL cast, but like I just feel like they were out of their element. Like yeah. this is not their wheelhouse. Well, I feel like the the plot didn't make sense. The story wasn't engaging at all. They tried to over CGI and with the the different weapons and the right off the bat the new the, the new trailer for the new movie of that you got that. That 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 go, that goosebumpy feeling. I'm looking they, forward to that because right off the bat they're like, "This is Grandpa Egon's shit." Yep, you see Spengler. You pay homage to the original. You're back in the same world. It's not just a reboot that's just absolutely lifeless, right? The best part of the new remake was Thor was really funny. Like that was yeah. basically the best part of that whole movie. Pretty much, he's dumb. He doesn't yeah. know the difference between sound and vision. Yeah, like he's funny because he's he's great. You know. Yeah, that guy's a movie star. Here's playing Hulk Hogan. He's playing Hulk Hogan? He's in, yes. in, the, in the Hulk Hogan biopic? They're going to have to draft some short people. Because... <laughs> well, they're saying he's getting in, like, I guess, especially now that, like, Swole. got all the time in the world. He's just getting gigantic. He, how, how much bigger could you possibly get than Thor well, now 1? Now he's putting on bulk. 
He, Thor one, dude. You see him in Thor one. Actually, he's yeah. fucking. He's a fucking beast. In that. He's an animal <laughs> with that, his weird blonde eyebrows. Bro, he must have melted paint with his protein farts, like <laughs> during the filming of he that. He melted the material that was painted on with those. <laughs> dude, he like he was so juiced up yeah. in that movie. It was quick because like he wasn't as big as as in that movie as he was in the rest of them. Like, I'm sorry, reverse that. He wasn't. He was bigger in that movie than he was in the rest of them. Like he yeah. was huge in that movie. By far, by three, he's kind of lean. By Avengers Endgame, he's fat. By the way, speaking of the Avengers, I teared up a little bit. Did you see the story online? Chris Evans gave the, the Captain America shield to the shield, little boy, to the little boy who shielded his uh, little sister from the the dog. God, how fucked up is that? Story? I mean, I'm not going to paint a bad picture for dogs. This one dog was no good, and he attacked, tried to attack the little kid. The little kid threw himself in front of the the German Shepherd. And was that what it was, a shepherd? It was a German Shepherd, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, it was a big, you know, big angry they're, dog. They're, they're scary. My well, dad's I mean, got if, one, and I'm always like, whoa. Well, no, they're beautiful, beautiful dogs. They're very sweet, but they can turn on a But if one is not about you, yeah. that's a fucking scary thing, man. We used to have one. That's like a hundred-something pound dog. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. So, yeah, he threw himself in front. He was all beat up, too, from the dog. And, like, Chris Evans gave him the legit shield that he was fucking with in the movie. Yeah. And like he's like, you're a true hero. I read and that stuff. thing and I teared up a little. Yeah. I'm like, God. Chris Evans is awesome. I like Chris Evans. He's awesome too. He's a good dude. Yeah. By I, all accounts, he seems like a good dude. I think that the being Captain America went to his head a little bit. I think definitely. I think he feels like he's got a bit of a legacy to defend now. Yeah. You know? Like Can you can you ever see anyone ever playing Cat Steve Rogers ever again? If they if he exists, he's not old enough for us to know yet. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't think it would make sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we said that we say that about all the superhero characters. Billy, what's your favorite Marvel? What well, Marvel? Like I guess franchise. Oh, I'm 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 a Cap fan all the way through and through. Yeah, I same. think he has the best journey of any of the guys. By far, you go watch yes. the entire Cap like run of movies, mm-hmm. and you'll just get the full story. But like even just his movies yeah. alone, the the three, the Winter Soldier. I mean, the first one, the Captain America, first Avenger, first Winter Avenger, Soldier, Civil War. Are are the probably in the top ten Marvel films, all three. Yeah, but you couple that with how well his story wraps up and everything, and the yeah. Avengers movies mm-hmm. like the best complete arc by far. Again, I I still I I watched that movie a couple of times during the uh, the the um, the lockdown, but man. Endgame, dude, where, like, it's lost. Like, Thor's knocked out. Yeah. The Iron Man's done. His shield's cracked in half. And Home Slice gets up one last time, straps that shield on, and he's just like, you have to kill me, motherfucker. I put that scene on a lot, and Hannah always has the same response of, well, it was just a matter of beers. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you get, a, you get a certain amount of drunk, and you're uh, like, I want to see that shit again. Uh, I'll get a certain number of beers, and me be like, look, I really need to feel something right now. Yeah. So I'm putting on that scene. <laughs> Go, going back to what you said before about best arc, I mean, you know, C- Captain America started off strong and, and ended strong. You know, I wouldn't, couldn't you say like Thor pretty much has the best arc going? Thor has the like, most. Thor has ridiculous the best, arc. like reinvention going midway like, through. Because Thor one was like, eh. Thor two was eh. Ragnarok's yeah. probably the top three movie in there, and then his character in the uh, the last Avengers, the last two Avengers movies. He's the best guy. He's literally the best guy in the movie. Theater. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the guy who left it all on the line, mm-hmm. and then when it was all said and done, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just, I'm just getting fat." I'm just, just a little <laughs> bit bummed that Taika Waititi didn't jump on board Thor from day one, where yeah. he wasn't like he wasn't the director took him through the whole journey. But I, I hey, look, well, I'm fine with it now. Yourself, he's there. Put yourself in the marble point of view. The first movie was directed by Kenneth Branagh. 
famous for directing Hamlet and Shakespearean movies. And they were like, this is going to be our sweeping grand uh, Shakespearean epic. Everyone talks in thou and thus and all that shit. Midway through, they're like, these movies are not working. They're super boring. But this guy is funny as fuck. So let's just lean into that. Get me that New Zealand guy who does all the funny voices. Yeah, he uh, he was amazing. I I love uh, what, what's this guy? Uh, Korg. 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 Love Korg. He's the best character. In and that. and the fact that they got rid of Natalie Portman, who is just a uh, well, not just who's just a as uh, succubus. I'm gonna be a little. She's coming back. Man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm bummed that she's the character and not the the Pegasus lady. Oh, uh, Valkyrie? Yes. Yeah, like, Valkyrie's Valkyrie. awesome. She was great in Ragnarok. Her character is interesting. She's super powerful. You just can't do the love story. What love story? You can't do a love story between them. Valkyrie's a predominantly gay hey, character. Let's from just the... say we just take that whole love yeah, story out. You know politically you can't do that. Why? Because that's... They should just, they should... I don't need a love story. I just want of, action. That's, I think that's kind of where it's at now. It's like we, Why do they have to fall in love? Even though she's supposed to... Natalie Portman's supposed to come back in this new one. No. No. <laughs> I don't want any more Natalie Portman. Just give me Valkyrie. It's true. It's true. I don't care if she wants to fucking scissor kick a bitch in the crotch. Just fucking let's go. In fact, that, you sold me on it. The second they got rid of the love story, it was a better movie. Yes. That was the most. That was the thing that was hindering the whole. That, that the one thing. But that's like a big like. Who cares? Like, all right. She wasn't in any of the Avengers movies, and no one missed her. None. Yeah. Also. The two Thor movies she was in, who cares? Like I didn't, like, I wasn't like, man, this epic love story between these two. Who fucking cares? Like even Iron Man and Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts couldn't have been a thing. I, I didn't need her to date him. You know what? I never minded the Pepper Potts of it all because she was just in the first movie. They had their story, and the rest of it, she's just kind of wifey in the background. Like they never had to like reinforce that but, relationship. But like, even if they didn't have a relationship, and she just kept that character, it yeah. would have been the same for me. I would have been like, fine, great. You know, like, I don't need him to, like, love her, you know? Like, yeah. But, what made it now, sad but now, died. Cap, where you, the whole arc with him and that other chick from... With Peggy, the, yeah. That, okay, you've built that up through, like, good, through many movies. Yeah, and, yeah. And his whole reason for staying in the past was her, and he never got that dance. That was a huge payoff. And that's why he never... That's why he lived for himself in mm-hmm. the past and everything. Yes. That, last, that last thing, I'm like, when we were in the theater for Endgame... And it was everything's wrapping up, and he goes back in time, and then there's old man Cap. I was like, if they show him fucking dancing, if they show him fucking dancing, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna fucking cry. And then I cried through that the then whole it last happens. half hour. And I'm like, I'm so glad these like end credits are long as they are, because it gives me time to like shape up before I have to face humanity again. There was multiple different cry. I cried for joy. I cried for just like yeah, you know, like I wasn't a joy cry, but it was like we did it. Fucking thousands beat. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Iron oh, Man sacrificed himself? The, the portal scene. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Oh, when everyone's walking out, and then, like... On your left? The, then the brevity, finally, where they're, like... Uh, he's, like, is this everyone? You, you, who'd you, who do you want? More? You, you wanted more? Yeah. I love that character, Wong. Yeah, he's he's got great... I letters. just love that he's such a sassy bitch. He's great. <laughs> Everything out of his mouth is just, like, some sassy comment. But give me more of that guy. The, the, the That whole last 45 minutes of, of that uh, then game was... It's just why you go to the theater, yeah. dude. It's so uh, so many payoffs, so great. But but going back to just the, like like when the Hulk was with um, Black Widow, who cares, man? Like I, I don't need that. Yeah, and I, I've been reading a lot of comics mm-hmm. because we've been shut down and everything, and yeah, I could read them on my iPad. This new, um... hey Jill, 
A baby is in the room. Oh! Now for our visual portion of the show. Night, Evie. She looked at me like, who's the weird man in the house? She says, uh, Abby and Elmo now. Abby like, and Elmo? Ab- Abby, Kadabby, and Elmo, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, she's like, super she's like repeating so many words now it's like so awesome like i love hanging it was out with very her. adorable to watch her face when she saw you yeah she light up like daddy she came in yeah my mom came in yesterday she was like grandma <laughs> you know? yeah i got um my nephews are now on the cusp of my two most recent nephews are on the cusp of like that one year mm-hmm. one year old we just had like the first birthday for one of them and it's super weird because i haven't seen them in months because mm-hmm. of everything and now they're just moving like crazy and it's like when the fuck did this happen and they recognize you and they it happens super quick like one day they're walking and then the next day they are like they are climbing up everything it's crazy yeah um where were we we were uh just sobbing over marvel sobbing over marvel. Yeah. oh i i've been reading a lot of comics mm-hmm. you could read them on the ipad yeah. now it's super easy they just did this x-men run called house of x powers of 10 mm-hmm. that gave me those avengers endgame kind of vibes but for x-men and if they do not make that the new X-Men in the movies, mm-hmm. I will be severely disappointed. I actually had, um, was it a, the the X-Men movies, man? Like, I hope that they bring them back, but I think they're going to skip this whole phase. I think so, too. I hope they do the story that I just read, though, because mm-hmm. it's an amazing. All of the pre-existing continuity exists. They found this great way to do it. But now it's in this kind of new world that could be easily slotted into an MCU where all the characters kind of know what happened in the other universes, but now they're in this one. And this is how X-Men would be introduced in a 2020 setting, Mm -hmm. in a modern day setting, founding their own like sovereign nation and all this shit. And it's amazing. It's a great fucking book. I recommend it. What's it called again? House of X. House of X. I got to check that out. The, um, I was talking with a couple of friends yesterday and, uh, we were saying like, um, can you imagine the bizarre world where, like, let's say the X, the um, the Marvel universe started when you know two thousand, right? And our superheroes were Thomas Jane as Punisher, yeah, and fucking Ben Affleck as Daredevil, Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire as Spider Man, yeah. and, and like all these like oh, Nick Cage as Ghost Rider, which I still think that's an awesome get to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Um, what's his fucking name? Bill, you like him? Thinking of well, David Hasselhoff. As oh, yeah. Nick Fury. As, yes, yes, that's right. Oh that my was God. the 80s, though, right? No, that was 90s. That was 90s? Yeah. It was 90s. a TV movie, but it was the 90s. And then we we got into, has Thomas Jane, besides Arrested Development, done anything good? Hung? Yeah, no, he was no. good in that. Hung was awful. <laughs> I actually never seen it. Hung was awful. Um, All right, he's got a huge dick and he's a loser. I get it. Right. No, he's done something else. I can't think of what it is. Yeah, he's been a few things. He's decent, very, I think, kind of underrated. His own version of The Punisher, a little short, was awesome. But, like, I'm not counting that in his library of awesomeness. That's his best thing he's ever worked on is the Dirty Laundry video. (laughs) That and then Arrested Development. If anybody's never seen it, search Punisher Dirty Laundry. I watched it the other day. Not even kidding. sick. I just needed to see this cool thing. But honestly, it's still not nearly as cool as the Jay Barenthal Punisher. Like, that is Punisher to me. Like, Jay Barenthal, when you look at him, you're like, that's Frank Castle, Well, because he got two, what, three seasons of a TV show to develop that character. That's amazing. Even from the first season of the, second season of Daredevil? Well, I had one complaint about that. And we all know it. Minigun. 
He sees the fucking minigun. His finger twitches. Next episode, you're like, he's going to mow down these fucking ninjas with that minigun. Sniper rifle. Where's the minigun? We still haven't gotten the fucking minigun. I don't think we ever will. We never will because it's canceled. No, exactly. they're bringing it back. I hope so. I heard they're bringing it back with Jay Barenthal. And are they going to do Daredevil too? Cause don't think that Mick got a second chance. I don't care about the rest. Maybe Luke Cage. I like Luke Cage a lot. I, Jessica I, Jones I, seasons two and three were lacking. Well, I heard the she was driven by the bad guy in the first one. The bad guy was so fucking good in that first season, mm-hmm. and then the second season it's like her mother, and then the third season it's like a random serial killer. Weak. Then uh, isn't she the most powerful one? Yeah. But the bad guy in the first season, his abilities negated hers in a very interesting way. Basically, he could mind control. So, what good and turn her into basically a fuck puppet? So it's real based on trauma and this fucking evil spoiled dude who's never ever gotten anything not go his way. You know, it was just really good TV. Second, that was the uh, we talked Jessica Jones. Yeah, Purple Man. That was yeah that first season. That was the one that PJ was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets shot in the head. head. (laughs) Damn, friend of ours. I know from the guy from Blue Movie. Yeah, shot in the head. He turns up. I'm like, I know that guy. Boom, dead. Yeah, does he turn up every so often? Yeah, yeah, I saw him shoot Jada Pinkett Smith once on Gotham. Yep. Yeah, he's always he's always shoot people. He was also in uh, he was also in Dark Knight Rises. He was As a uh, sniper was... on the roof. Dude, speaking of Jada Pinkett uh, yeah. Smith, bro, she did well dirty, bro. Mm. So I don't know uh, the details of this story, but I've been seeing headlines. I just don't care that much. Same thing. I'm assuming that she did him dirty. Yeah. I just heard I a lot of memes of saying that Will Smith. Got done up. I know. I know she cheated on him or something. Hard, hard, hard. And then Fifty Cent. Apparently, Fifty Cent is like very loose with his Instagram, <laughs> and like he he tweets wildly where he's just like, "Damn, man, Will Smith's a bitch. Who got his girl who banged like everybody? Apparently, damn. She like apparently fucked Tupac back in the day or now. I back in the day. Okay, I was gonna say it could be layers to this story. Virtual Tupac is alive. <laughs> <laughs> What was I watching that just... Oh, it was um, HBO Max. Is, you ever see Regular Show? No. It's a kid yes. show. Yes. With a bird and a it's raccoon a, get into zany adventures. It's a kid show, but oh, there's Oh, I know so what much... you're talking about. Yeah, the guy made an adult show on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. I can't remember. I watched the whole season in like a day. But it's basically this married couple, and it's about married life, but it's equally insane. And their best friend is Jason Manzukis, who's drawn as Jason Manzukis. <laughs> and... They just did an episode where they go. There was a road trip with the main guy and his best friend Jason Manzukis, and they stop at a store that just sells secondhand Coachella shit. So they're just oh. driving around with the hologram of Tupac everywhere they go. <laughs> it's good stuff, though. Really funny. Is HBO Max worth the money? I love it personally. I think it's one of the better ones. You kind of, you know, if you've seen all the HBO things, it's not as much. But like for my girlfriend, she loves Harry Potter. They got all those movies. For me. I love all the DC shit that's on there. I think they're going to close out that app and just move it all over to HBO. When they do that, I might jump back on it. Well, watch it for, like, get Doom Patrol, dude. Doom Patrol's great. The Harley Quinn animated show is hilarious. Yeah, but that's only on the DC one, and I think if they're smart, move it to HBO, get some eyes on that fucking genius show. I thought 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 they were... Had it on there also. Anyway, not yet. Anyway, DC not exactly the best marketing. No, definitely not. Or really filmmaking. I got the DC app a lot for the comics, unlimited free comics, all about that. Couple good shows in there. Titans, good. Doom Patrol, good. Yep. 
Uh, I hear Swamp Thing's good. Haven't watched it yet. I love the old Swamp Thing yeah. movies. Well, Swamp, yeah, I heard Swamp Thing was good, but they uh, they canceled it. Too expensive to make. Too expensive. <laughs> and uh, Harley Quinn, best thing DC's done in a few years, in my opinion. That shows. Oh yeah, fucking amazing. Since the Batman animated uh, series, I, I put it on a different level than that because this That's is good. Phantasm. Just was on Netflix. Yeah, it was. I was like, yeah. I watched it twice. You know what? Even though every time Batman is like in a story and the the when it's revealed that it's always the Joker is the bad guy you're always like yes I fucking fuck knew it. it I knew it was the Joker it. it's, it's like when you're Joker. playing Zelda and like uh, Ganon and Ganon again yeah it's Ganon it's Ganon <laughs> I just replayed uh, Twilight Princess and it was like they build up this villain the whole time his name is Zant and then you get to the end of the game and it's like guess who was controlling this guy it's Ganon <laughs> yo why can't Link ever just do him up there's a story reason. It's yeah. a different Ganon and a different Link multiple times throughout. Oh my god. It's it's, it's literally like like different like uh like like Rick and Morty type There's shit. a like, story of the, the f- <sighs> Do I go into this? All right. First game chronologically of the series is a, a different villain. His name is Demise. He's a demon. Isn't that Zelda 2? The first one? No, that's the final game in this in the timeline. That's the final one? The first game in the timeline is called Skyward Sword. It was for the Wii. There was a demon. His name was Demise. He looked a lot like Ganon. You kill him. He puts a curse on the world that the cycle of his hatred will always repeat. So there will always be the three Triforce characters, wisdom, courage, and power, constantly reincarnating throughout time. Zelda, Link, Ganon. Ganon. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Perfect. Look, I'm, I'm doing a, an art series based on Zelda, so I've been brushing up on the shit I just remember that from the uh, TV show yeah. I did a uh, um, an art thing that got a lot of eyes on it over this thing it was I drew Harry Potter characters as Sailor Jerry tattoos what the hell stared Sailor Jerry you'll know them if, uh, they're like those Hawaii, those classic tattoos anchors pinup girls a lot of roses and sharks and shit like that mm-hmm. so I drew a, just for fun I got a new iPad I was playing with uh, Procreate the art program I'm there. I'll never go to any other program. That is the program mm-hmm. for any artists out there. And I drew this thing and I just kind of posted it randomly and it got a couple thousand like oh, eyes really? on it. And then, so now I'm doing a, a, a Zelda version of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ride that wave to, straight into the ground. But I was just brushing up on all these. You're making some, uh, uh, can you make uh, merch? I make it myself. We got oh, one uh, of them crickets. Can you get sued for that? No one's coming for me. Nobody, too low on the radar, you know? Gotcha. But I did wow, like... Wow, Disney. We got a cricket. You know what a cricket is? You gotta know what a crumpet is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I was asked Hold if on. I knew what a cricket was. <laughs> Slow clap for that. <laughs> Slow clap for the most beautifully thrown reference I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I, you know what? It took 30 years, man. But it happened. 1990 that movie came out. We've been friends a long time. I've never been prouder of you. <laughs> 1990s, you're, that's you have, how long I waited. You have a wife, a house, and two beautiful children, and this is still your crowning moment. <laughs> like, I've never been asked if I know what cricket is before, bro. It's like you and Casey Jones, the only one right. to ever ponder you that. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. But it's this little machine. It cuts vinyl. It cuts. It's a, I got a vinyl cutter, essentially, but I can make like sticker sheets and shit like that. So I've been doing that and gonna sell those and all that shit. Dude, I heard there's going to be a new Turtle comic where um, one of them, they all die except for one, and he dons all their weapons. 
they've kind of done that. I'm late to that news then. I, I just I read on uh, Twitter. Well, let me introduce to you a great comic book. Batman meets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was that early, early in the day? No, that was two years ago. That was ago. recently. That was recently? Two years ago, maybe? Yeah. If you ever want to see all of Batman's greatest villains turned into animal versions of themselves due to the Shredder teaming up with Ra's al Ghul, mm. it's a good time. So obviously, the Penguin's a Penguin. Penguin's a Penguin. Most of them are... Cat, Catwoman's a cat. Of course. Two-Face is a Two-Face, obviously. Is Killer Croc a human? Killer Croc, I don't remember, actually. Full-on alligator. I remember, for some reason, the Joker was a snake, and I didn't like it. What a, <laughs> well, yeah. He looks. St- he was like a cobra, and it looked dumb. He should be a hyena. Uh, of course. What, is, what, about, what about Egghead? What's Egghead? A chicken? <laughs> should have been. Egghead, the, the <laughs> software store? What, what? Egghead, the obscure Batman villain played by Vincent Price on the 1960s show. Vincent Price? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. He's been dead for forty years, and he spoke only in egg puns. And he it was <laughs> excellent, excellent. The yolks on you. That's awesome. And he wore this big dumb dome, like bald dome cap, in the shape of an egg. I, I think what, the one that was worse was King Tut. King Tut was pretty bad. It was like that episode was written by Steve Martin. Yeah, or the Clock King. Oh yeah. A lot of Batman's villains are kind of stupid but outside of, like, the Joker. Give credit to the 60s show because they did give us Mr. Freeze. and then They gave him Mr. Freeze? Yeah, that's where that came from. I thought it was the cartoon. Cartoon fixed him. Made him better. <laughs> cartoon fixed Just him. Just thinking of the Harley Quinn show. Um, How good was that cartoon, man? That so fucking awesome. Fun. When Mr. Freeze in the second season, the whole gang of them, like, show up at his headquarters and you see it. The doors to his headquarters open, and he comes out, and the steam is behind him, and the eyes light up, and you just hear Clayface go, Lady Gaga! <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga. Um, so you have you seen now, it? What? Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. It's worth it. It's so good. I got you. Uh, Ninja Turtles. Did you did you hear about the uh, the last Ronin line that they're doing now? That's uh, Hawkeye, right? No, no. Oh, uh, you basically. He's talking about what you were brought up. Yeah. Oh, that's Ninja Turtles where the the one of them is alive. The surviving turtle. Oh, shit. Yeah, that looks pretty dope. But, like, I I heard that you don't know which turtle it is. It's like like, whoever it is, it's, like, undetermined. Michelangelo. That's my guess. Everyone was saying that, but, like, could it it be Raphael? Raphael was just like, Raphael. you know. I think that's too easy. Too on the nose. Because, like, if yeah. there was one turtle to avenge them all, it should be Raphael. Like, that's the guy. Then He's the guy who would. Yeah. It would be the surprise when it's the goofy one. The one who's killing everybody, it's Michelangelo, the the, the off-ball, goofball one. You know, who's like, been broken. Yeah. It's like, they broke him. That changes his whole arc. Because, like, Raphael still being a fucking dickhead who, who, like, likes to break people's skulls. All right. Like, that's just him. There's no, like, character yeah. arc there. Exactly. It's got to be Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Donatello, not enough of a punch. Leonardo... The leader, understandable. Mm-hmm. Like he would do that, obviously. Leonardo and Raphael would obviously do that. Yeah. Donatello, no one cares about. Michelangelo's like, what? You want to throw a real wrench in it? Venus de Milo. The girl turtle? <laughs> you mail <met> one? <laughs> it's clearly a girl. It's a chick. It's got weird turtle tits. My pronoun is turtle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pro- probably, probably one of the best things I read recently online was that... Uh, they're basically dumping 
those those last three Star Wars movies we got and throwing it into like a Veil of the Force uh, Star Wars verse, and they're firing Kathleen Kennedy, Dave possibly Filoni? putting John Favreau in charge if Thank not somebody God. else. Give it to give Dave up. Filoni. Favreau's yeah. fine with me. Filoni's the guy who taught Favreau. Or give it to no. Filoni. I don't give a shit. Did you watch Billy? Did you watch the last episodes of Clone Wars? Yes. Were they not amazing? Amazing. amazing. Like I was, I felt like I was watching a movie. It it felt that so whole... cinematic. It tied everything together. Yes. Yes. All I know is beautifully, that, beautifully done. The last yes. uh, the last three Star movies. I don't know who did them. Apparently, Kathleen somewhere. Someone. Kathleen Kennedy. I was outside of the first one. I wasn't really a huge fan of them. And those douchebags from Game of Thrones ended the Game of Thrones early to, to jump into Star Wars, and they didn't even make a fucking minute of Star Wars. So well, fuck them, too. The, the Star Wars people saw the last season of Game of Thrones and were like, no. It's like, what if you get an <laughs> offer from a better franchise? Fuck Yo, you guys. How are we, Star Wars, going to end a saga badly? You guys. <laughs> no, they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, not you. We'll do it ourselves. I... <laughs> I've never been more disappointed in a, in, a, in a movie before than the last Star Wars. I watched it in the theater, enjoyed it, put it on when it came out at on Disney Plus, fell asleep. I was like, this, I, I don't really. I it don't was care. bad enough, Pete, where it was on Disney Plus. It was free. I could stream it. It was in the pandemic, had nothing to do, and I was like, meh. Yeah. I'd rather watch Top Gun. I mean, in the long, when, <laughs> when you're watching, that's the true test of the Star Wars movie, though. It's great. I enjoy it when it's on the big screen. I'm watching Star Wars. It's Star Wars. It's lightsabers. It's space wizards. It's all the ships. When I'm watching it at home, I'm like, I don't care about any of these. Fair to even the the first prequel, right? I don't watch that shit either. The first, the only three I really care about are the original and Rogue One is awesome. I kind of turned around on the prequels personally. They're not terrible. I watched I watched episode two and three, but I, I I can't I can't get into one. And I love Darth Maul, yeah. but I just can't get into one. Watch the end of one again, and you'll be pleasantly surprised, because I watched it fairly recently. I watched them all in order, and the the first ones, I mean, they just don't got the same love, but, like, they're all right. They're all right. I got to say, they're okay. There's some good shit in there if you give it a... They're a, okay. Yeah, there's some bad shit, but there's some good shit. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's not bad. But if they were, if, they, if it was, like... Star Adventures and had nothing to do with the first three movies. You'd be like, "This shit's stupid. I'm out." Right. So if it, and same thing with the new ones. They're like, "Hey, wow, this is this is really awesome. Like, it looks cool." And you get there, and like, there's no substance here. This is a hollow shell of a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. the best parts of the new trilogy outside of the first one. The first, I thought seven was good. I was really excited. And then yeah, I like eight, seven a lot. And then eight nine came out, and you were just like throwing more old characters at us. Where I was like, "Don't even yep. bring these fucking people back." Like, my my problems stem from seven introduced concepts. Eight turned those concepts on their head, and I'm a little more on board with eight than a lot of people because I'm like, "Cool, show us how this ends now." Because you just kind of threw a bunch of wrenches in there, and then nine finished seven and not eight, so now it just feels disjointed, and I, I didn't get it. I didn't get what they were yeah. trying to do. No, eight, seven, 8 was well, whack they, as fuck, yeah. and 9 was worse. Yeah, but you could do things with the ideas introduced in 8 that they never decided to do. Space I, I Ghost? I fucking sign up for that. Just give me what I want. Give me fucking some lightsaber duels, good as, good, as good, bad as bad. Give me some fucking, like, you know, so, some you are my father. I don't know, something, man. I, I, like, what, what I get? Well, they I, did. They threw in a, I'm your grandfather. 
Why? <laughs> no, at the end, end, and I was like, what? You're fucking dead, bro. I saw you get thrown down the desk. That shit blew up. Yeah, like, how does this make sense? And of course, it's Star Wars. They'll explain everything in a comic book series that nobody will read at some point, which they ended up doing, and nobody read it. And then I hated... I What I hate most in this world is the fake-out deaths. And in that third movie, they did it with Chewie. They yep. did it with... Um, that bothered me. That the, bothered me a lot, actually. They did it with the male character, and then they did it with the female character, Kylo Ren and... And, and Ray. And Ray. But eventually, you know, the, the Kylo Ren died. But they gave you the three fake-outs in the movie, and I fucking hate that. And it's to me, like, he's... Kylo Ren I, I didn't like in 7 but he ended up growing on me and I thought he had the best arc of that series and even then it wasn't great the most interesting person in that whole thing was either um, the black stormtrooper who Finn after he, they killed his like basically his arch nemesis in, the, in, in an undramatic way in the second movie and you were just like oh, she fell in a pit okay oh does he have force powers third movie's like yeah. <laughs> like what but we're not gonna see him instead he's gonna ride a horse on a star destroyer it's like okay like why, why even hint at it if he had it like we're like here's this love interest for him not in the third I, I, yeah. I, again it was like okay I'm fine dude you could have got rid of both of them after the second movie I, their storyline was awful in that second movie couldn't care about Benicio del Toro didn't care about her. Didn't care about him. Like, and then it's like, and you killed the coolest person in that whole storyline was the fucking female. The was a Brianna Tarth. Yeah, that's the person you decided to kill out of these three motherfuckers. Like, yeah, I was out on that. And then the, the in the third movie, they had nothing to do. Yeah, and none of the good Star Wars stuff relates to those movies at all in any way. No, Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian. None of that ties. In, even the comics. None of the good shit ties into those movies. They feel like a completely separate entity. Like the Mandalorian. Well, and that, sorry, but that's basically, but that's basically like what, what they're gonna do. How they're gonna like put that stuff to the side? Is there, you know, um, in what was it in Rebels? Yeah, it was in Rebels where they where they introduced the whole veil of the Force thing. Yeah, like which know, I thought I have, would. I thought yeah. I'd hate that, but I ended up liking it. Honestly, yeah. the fourth. The fifth best Star Wars thing outside of the first three movies in Rogue One was that fucking video game. Which oh, yes. Force Unleashed or yeah, the Force Unleashed with the uh, you were like a clone Star or Killer, yeah, Star Killer. That one had the best, most coherent storyline out of any Star Wars. Movie. I really like um, uh, the last one that came out, the um, the oh, Fallen Order. I have to finish that. I, I was playing that during Christmas, yeah. and then you know I had second kid. That one has a great ending. Great yeah. ending to that game. It was fun. Yeah. It was like one of those like XXB games, you know. It was like uh, yeah, you're just slashing yourself through all these things, and, slash. and you're oh. you're doing all the platforming, swinging on ropes and shit. But the end of that game, uh, spoilers. I'll just tell you. Four spoilers. No, you. It doesn't. It ends as an episode one would end, mm -hmm. with you coming up against Vader. You don't have a chance. I. But I'll... it's not a fight. Mm -hmm. He wins. Vader wins. Your only goal is to run the fuck away from this guy. And it's so cool. I, you know what I'm fine with? That's what I love about Star Wars is Vader. So, like, give me more Vader, whatever. Like, I, I, you know, I was about to say, like, why is it always Vader? But you know what? what? That's what I love. Ganon! About. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I I, 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 I pouted for a second. I, I take back my pout. I said, wait. All right. <laughs> reabsorbed. I'm fine. I'm reabsorbed. I'm fine. Vader's why you sign up for Star What's Wars. What's the He's best awesome. moment in Rogue One when Vader tears shit up? No, I love the moment where, like, was it a uh, Johnny Chan was just like, I had the force, the forces, and like, 
him and yeah. his brother go out in that field and they're just like they had to do what they had to do I, I love that I, I love movies yeah. where like they have that sacrifice moment and talking about the cohesiveness of the various Star Wars movies I know those last three don't really fit they do that on Clone Wars with Ahsoka Tano and watching it at home he's, she's doing the thing she's doing that thing that guy did That's oh cool. she does the same thing yeah and she's full Jedi and she's trying to Basically, there's one clone trooper. I'm one with the force. The forces. The final episodes are when Order sixty six comes down, and all the the clones turn on the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Turns out they had some sort of built in function in their brain that you know, like a like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there's one guy who seems to be resisting, and it's her old friend, the soldier. And she starts like doing that, well, putting her hands on him, and then he wakes up, and he's like, "What have I done?" You know, and it's very emotion. It's a very powerful moment because he realizes. His brothers, who are his clones, have all turned against the cause of which they all gave their lives for. Mm-hmm. But she does the moment, and it, it's cool. And you hear Obi-Wan in her head and all this stuff. I think the first trilogy, a, a little drunk right here, I think the first trilogy would have been better had they treated the the Jedi like they were kind of shitty, like the Templars. They kind of do. Nah, they were like, they were truly good, and the Force, the the the... the, the the other side was truly evil. Check Reddit. There's some subtlety in this thing. Well, oh, come on, man. Like when Obi Wan is about to fight Anakin, and he yeah. says, "Only a Sith deals in absolutes." It's like, bro, that's an absolute. Mm-hmm. You're 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 contradicting yourself in the thing. I don't think it was intentional. I just think it's like cool to look back on and be like, "You're right. You're you're all hypocrites." What was he gonna say? It's like sometimes a, a Sith deals in absolutes. No, just being like, "You're a fucking Sith." You are. But the a fact Sith. that he made a definitive statement. Condemning this guy, mm-hmm. using exactly the weapon he was using against him, you know it, it's. I would have. I mean, what I'm just trying to say is like, if the end of the third arc was that, um, like, uh, Darth Vader was justified and he wasn't a tragic character, yeah, and he became a tragic character at the end of the sixth movie, I think that would have been a better full arc for Anakin rather than be like, okay, at the end of the third movie, oh man, he's a he's a such a tragic character. Because he lost everything. Oh, there. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. like, if he was justified, where like they the the Jedi were pompous and wrong, and they were trying to like decide his fate, and like you you can't learn this. You yeah. blah blah. I don't trust you. Why the Force? Like, who are you to? Hey, right. we control the Force. You don't have a fucking monopoly on the Force. We yeah. Force we do. No, I, I I like what you're saying. That... And that whole Templar, like when they all got assassinated, like the Templars did, like on on Friday the Thirteenth type. That's basically what it was. Right. Right. It humbled their asses out. Like Obi Wan survivors, Obi Wan and Yoda. So the the Yoda and Obi Wan that you get in Episode Four mm-hmm. are the redemptive characters. Characters of their own. See, it should be really their redemptive story. Yeah, and even then, we're like the whole point of the whole thing is absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's in power, then they become, then the Emperor and him become power, and they are bad. God damn it! That's a better movie. That's a better. I would pay to see that one. High noon, baby. <laughs> vodka sodas. Yeah, vodka sodas. They've, the Seltzer Wars are done. By the way, High Noon won. <laughs> Have you had one? I had one a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was good. I'm off like I'm off the Seltzers now. You know who does a good one? A lot of local guys are doing them now. Great South Bay does a great one. Montauk Brewery does That's a great one. A Montauk, I didn't like Montauk. You didn't like the Montauk one? I had it, and I felt they weren't very flavorful. There's one called uh, Corona puts it out. I didn't have theirs because I Corona. It's, it's like, zero carb. So when I was zero carb, zero carb, gluten free, huh? Gluten free, 
4.5% maybe. Was so, it like rubbing alcohol at a fucking bottle? No, no, that's what I was expecting, you know, and I tried it and it was it was all right. It's just very watery tasting. Well, it had zero carb, bro. Yeah, so I was drinking them for a while while I was doing the keto thing again. But it's it couldn't really it didn't really stick cuz it's it's a little too meh. Oh, you guys, during the pandemic, what was your drink and meal of choice? What was like your best meals? What was your best drinks? Oh, Billy, you start. Um I don't know. Like, I, I really, I've just, I really haven't changed my eating or drinking. I haven't. This guy's always I haven't healthy, and he's, well, he's been working. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like he always eats whatever he wants. Billy can eat a bucket of lard, and I can't know. Yeah, he just, he's just like, hey man, I had KFC. Yeah, like, I, I, he would, have, he would go beyond KFC. He's like, bro, I had some five star fried chicken place. All the fucking fixings tonight. Yeah. Milkshake, no big deal. I walked it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just around the house, puttering. Yeah. No big deal. Didn't get an ounce. Yeah. A tub, tub ice cream, you know. <laughs> no, but if you follow Billy's Instagram or his uh, or his Facebook or any of that shit, man, this guy eats like a champion, bro. Like this yeah. guy, the, like any any amazing thing you, he's cooking it too. Like I would say, half the time he's cooking, half the time he's going to an amazing restaurant. Yeah. I'm just super jealous. Which is funny because I know your wife very well, and she's a very picky eater. Is she? Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like Billy. Danielle. Billy's yeah. doing it for himself. He's like, "Fuck it." Well, I was it. Um, she always gets like a salad or something like that. She never goes yeah. crazy, right? Grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of her go-to. Well, you gotta keep fit. That's why <laughs> Hannah and Daniela were going to dinner tonight, and Hannah's going like, "Where, where should we go?" Like, do you think when your think girls get together, it's nothing but like fried food and farts? Uh, shit talking, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey man, the guys aren't here. Ripping farts, drinking brews, like eating fried food. <laughs> well, my, my girl don't shy away from just slamming some beers, you know. <laughs> but um, she's going. What restaurant should we go to? I, I'm trying to think of ideas. I'm like, what do you think Daniela would like? I'm like, find a place that has leaves and bland chicken, and she'll be fine. Oh, she's very, very plain, plain uh, food. <laughs> Always has been since we were kids. So when your girls come home tonight. Just absolutely bloated out and farty. You know why? Oh, well, they're at home. Danielle's already uh, Danielle's already in the other room practicing on the base. Oh yeah. You think it's yeah. a base? She's just blowing ass. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like I feel because girls have that like um, stigma where like we don't we don't fucking fart, man. But you do. I have mm. a daughter. She farts all day. I got a wife who does. Oh man, she's dropping farts. <laughs> We've been together in a small room for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever just like have like a rip of big fart and she's like, it was you? Like, no, no. <laughs> in fact, it's the opposite. I'll be the discreet one. I'll do the one <laughs> cheek sneak. She'll just stand up and be like, blow. <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised someone didn't light on fire during the pandemic with like. What the amount of methane? Yeah, it's like, what if you just got together with the chicken and you're in the pandemic, right? And you're like, you just spend a lot of time with each other and you got to hold in farts? Like those old South Park episodes where Kenny explodes because he's holding in his farts? Yeah, dude. It's, it's like your fucking um, Aunt, Auntie Baru and uh, <laughs> what's the other guy? <laughs> Loading up Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen and Auntie Baru, bro. Charred corpses. Yeah, that's like, I held it in too long, man. <laughs> I was watching those on Disney Plus and on uh, HD. Yeah, you can totally see that they're like Halloween skeletons. <laughs> Dude, did you guys watch Hamilton? Still haven't watched it. Billy? No. I'm familiar. No. I, I listened to the soundtrack before the soundtrack's it came out. amazing. It's and so it's really fucking good. And you know what? I'm really glad I didn't pay like a thousand dollars to see that and Disney did what they did, because I got to see it finally and it was awesome. And 
Like, I'm a guy who's like, all right, I didn't see it live, but, you know, I saw it, and I'm glad for it. I was listening to a podcast. The guy made a good point. He said he actually had seen Hamilton, but he liked it better on TV. Because when you're sitting in the audience, you can't tell, like, the nuances and the performance, the facial features. You just hear the songs, everyone's dancing and moving. You can't see their, like, them up close unless you have got great seats. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're front row. Unless you're, like, paying $5,000 a ticket or something. And even then, you don't focus on the right people at the right times. He said, watching it on the TV, it was cut together between one live show and one show that they did with no audience where they could position the cameras where they needed them Mm -hmm. to focus on the right people at the right times. Said it was a superior viewing experience. I enjoyed it a lot during uh, was it Independence Day and um, like I that's how I I, I I I had a great Independence Day this year, and watching that and you do the fireworks. Oh, the, the dude, nothing made me more happy in the world than to go to the the Ronkonkoma, like Ronkonkoma, and like my community was out there and like I I dude, people were just just chomping at the bit to like be normal again and like yeah, everyone was like yeah. hey bro I live on East I live on Lake Terrace blah 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 everyone was super cool except for one like autistic kid who was like I made my own fireworks and we're like you should set them off you should not do that in front of my kids <laughs> well I didn't bring my kids to that because I think at this point they're too young too young for explosions and I'm, I was having a couple of drinks I didn't want to drive back home and drop them off True. so but like there were some weird autistic kids like hey can I have some of your can I have some alcohol we're like, like no like get away from me but like I met a lot of my neighbors and it was like super cool like everyone was there and like more than any other year, man, the second it got dusk out, the fucking yeah. like, sky blew up. Here. We did that with you the year before. It's awesome. Yeah. That's such a great thing to have literally in your, your own yard. Mm-hmm. Just drive a quarter mile down the road and have that every year. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And, uh, I, you know, I did, you know, with the family with uh, Independence Day, we had a barbecue smoke sogies with the uncles and, like, you know, the babies were there. And, like, I truly appreciated, especially after going, not everything with... Not even with the pandemic. So, oh, we lost Billy. We lost Billy. Well, I'll keep talking. There he is. Not really, not even everything with the pandemic so much, but with like you know everything. Like everything's just so doom and gloom with America yeah. right now. It was so good to just be like, dude, I really appreciate being American right now. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, regardless of what you think of this country, like, I mean, it gives us a great chance in this world to, to, to chase our dreams and like we haven't had to deal with a lot of things that other countries had to deal with so like I'm just very glad to celebrate Independence Day this year Billy were you, were you with us? yeah can you hear me? yeah I, I can hear you well let me go back to an yeah. important question um, I don't know what the hell happened my, my, I, I gotta call you back my whole phone's fucked up alright but I want to go back to a very important question that you posed mm-hmm. that we didn't finish what was the best thing that you were like eating or drinking during this whole thing? My, you know my, we like talking food around here. My mother's, my mother-in-law's meatloaf, man. Yeah. She made that a couple of times, and she like would, she would grill up some, uh, some. Uh, let's get Bill, Billy here. Hey Billy. Oh. Hey, are you good now? Yeah. All right. So we're uh, Pete, we're talking meatloaf. Yeah. Pete, co- Pete posed me the question: Was the best oh. thing I ate or drank this, uh, you know, this uh, a pandemic? My mother-in-law kept making meatloaf, man, and like. You know, I I didn't come from a house with meatloaf, so like I, I mean I don't have any nostalgia for it. But like, she was making some good meatloaf with um, I don't want to sound a little ethnic here, but ethnic. with but um, what was that shit? Um, what's that green? Uh, collard Col- green. I love some collard green. And she makes them spicy, like a little like a hint of spice it's to the it. The only way to eat them, a little spice. 
Yeah, my, my brother-in-law was like, welcome to the culture, you know? <laughs> so I was having that and the meatloaf with uh, fried potatoes, like she, potato wedges, you cut them up and fry them up. Yep. And like, that was, we, she made that like probably once a week. And the first week of the whole pandemic, right, of where we were cooking and eating for eating with each other, I made meatballs and like spaghetti, you know? That, that was like, I only whipped Were you like, welcome out. to the culture, bro? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the culture. No, but like, I only, I only bust that out like a couple times a year yeah. and like Eviator first meatball finally. And yeah. she was like, oh, this is good. And then of course Churchill got a meatball. He loves it. Gotta. But yeah, uh, that was my favorite uh, thing I ate. And my favorite thing I drank was High Noon. I think that this is the best vodka drink. Well, that's it. I'm sorry. The best seltzer. Best seltzer drink. Low carb. Right? What's you the trying car- to keep ketosis. What's the carb on that thing? Um, It's pretty low. I think it's like one or two. It uh, sugar's 2.9 grams. So it's probably around two, two to three. Uh, yeah, it's like two or three. None of these drinks exceed that. Uh, it's 100 calories. Uh, carbohydrates, 4.8 grams. You bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's so good. Yeah. A little, uh, that little extra sugar goes uh, a long way. So, but honestly, just for taste, yeah. I I, mean, I think it's probably, it's definitely the best um, seltzer drink on the market. I like that. Well, Billy, did you say what? You, oh, sorry. Did you say what you? I don't think I want. All right, all right. You go, Pete. I'll start with the drinks. Mm-hmm. I think around the summer months, the um, local brewery, Great South Bay, mm-hmm. great brewery, by released way. their twisted teas, mm-hmm. which are iced teas with five percent alcohol. Really? And they're fucking exquisite. Did I tell you that I knew one of the original brewers from there? He made the blood orange. Yeah, I had. Uh, I had literally the first cask. Oh, that's first amazing. Blood orange. He brought it to the house. We were there last night. Mm-hmm. They're doing a nice, like, the outdoor seating with mm-hmm. the safe spread and everything. And people acting like it's this great inconvenience. I fucking love table service at this fucking brewery mm-hmm. outside on a beautiful night while there's the food truck right there that brings your food to you. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm all for that. I don't think it's, again, I don't care. It's not a great inconvenience to me. I just feel bad for the restaurants where yeah. they they can't hit capacity and you need yeah you it, need that you get 30% capacity which is like average for social distancing that's 30% revenue that's tough they need like on your friday your saturday yeah. your sundays to be at like full capacity which is well, what, they just got, they got to turn the tables that much faster it's not even a matter of that billies there's people who aren't coming out at this point yeah. which is know? why brings me to my point mm-hmm. of the best things we've eaten and drinking was Every week we buy a case of beer from the local a local brewery, mm-hmm. just to kind of try to support. So that Great South Bay one, amazing. Ghost Brewing in Bayshore, mm-hmm. fucking unreal, unreal beer at this place. Never um, heard of them. They're literally in the same building as Great South Bay. Great <laughs> South Bay leased the rented out the back of their building and some of their warehouse space to this other brewery. You better off going to the back. Uh, so that was really good. That God. was good. Sand City put out in Northport, put out a uh, Star Wars themed beer called Do or Do Not. Mm-hmm. That'll turn you on your ass. Really? So you, what are you going to do in in Maine? Because they have the most uh, breweries per capita, right? I'm going to get a job at one is the idea. <laughs> I mean, what I'm trying to say is like, you're just you're gonna be like overloaded, dude. Overloaded. But the thing about brewery beers mm-hmm. is they're a little more expensive. But they're, they're worth it, obviously. They're a little more, you know... Um, high content, so you got to be a little more careful with them. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you don't want to go broke. You don't go crazy on it. 
you're gonna go up there, get fat, and then die of COVID. You know. That I word. told, <laughs> and that's gonna be the ultimate. <laughs> what I told my, ironicness. Told my mother when I when I mentioned going up there when I broke the news to her. I'm like, I'm going up to a city that has the most breweries per capita in the United States, and the finest lobster you can get. I am coming back so fat, <laughs> so fucking fat. Dude, you're gonna get gout. Probably <laughs> it's all that fucking that 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 uh rich food. I'm gonna lobster die and the way I want to die, <laughs> drunk and full of lobster. I thought you were gonna say, uh, with a belly full of wine and a girl's mouth around your cock when well, you're 80. I'm probably fat, but at like 42, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Patrice O'Neill way to die. Exactly. <laughs> um, best food, by the way, mm-hmm. buy yourself a sous vide. What's that? You stick it in a pot. It's a stick, like. I thought you were about to give me a Samwise Gamgee. Stick in a pot, mash them a little, you know, like a... <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in the stew. <laughs> no, it's this device that you, like, attach the side of a pot, you fill the pot with water, and you vacuum seal any kind of meat. Mm-hmm. And the machine keeps the water at a regular temperature. So then you put the meat in, and you cook it over a long period of time. Almost slow cook. Like a slow cooker? Similar. How Are you talking about hours or days? Could be both. I'll make a steak. Can you, can you put... Like like meat in there like for days like that. Yeah, we made a corned beef. Took forty eight hours <sighs> to drip off the bone. It, well, there was no bone. It's corned beef, but it was the most tender corned beef I ever had in my life. I made a um, veal chop in there mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Cut it with a fork. Are you guys pro or against when you go to like a Jewish deli and they give you like a mountain of pastrami or corned beef and you're like, I kind of wanted a sandwich, not just a ton of meat and then two little pieces of toast. Fuck that, I want meat. Like, I get what you're paying for. Like, obviously, you're going to pay 20 bucks, give me a lot of meat. But, like, I'd rather just pay, like, $10 and you give me, like, a quarter of the meat and just give me, like, a real sandwich. I got weird. Nah, I got take that home when you make another sandwich. I got weird thoughts on this. But I never had a sandwich to begin with. I just had a bunch of meat with, like, two two toast ends. And, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have a sandwich. You gave me a bunch yeah. of pastrami. When I want a sandwich. Have two more slices of bread. When I guess I could do that, Billy. But that's not the way they meant you to eat it. Yeah, when I when I order a sandwich, I don't want a big mound of something I'm not going to be able to finish. A, B, enjoy everything going on in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a smaller sandwich that I can eat mm-hmm. the whole thing. Because you can't pick up a pastrami, like yeah. a Jewish deli pastrami sandwich and just eat that shit. No, you got to pick the fucking thing apart. Yeah. Get become a mess. It's like, yo, assemble yourself. And I want to be able to taste this, the mustard and the cheese and the sauerkraut and all that shit on there. Jewish deli pastrami sandwiches are like the IKEA food. Mm-hmm. Too much, and you got to yeah, do it all yourself. How are you getting cheese on your uh, on your sandwich in a Jewish deli? In a Jewish deli. Wait, do they have cheese on the sandwich? Yeah, they're, they're Swiss. Some, some do. Depends what you order. You got a nice marble rye, and Swiss. With uh, sauerkraut, and I go. I don't go pastrami. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I don't go. I don't. I go pastrami. I don't go um, corn beef. beef. I go I'm not way. a big corn beef guy. Yeah, I go brisket if anything. <sighs> brisket is good, but I like corn. Um, I'm sorry, pastrami better. I think pastrami mm-hmm. is the elite Jew meat. We're gonna we're gonna part ways on that one. Okay, I got you. I'm a brisket man. Brisket man through and through. It's the best. That's the underbelly of the cow, right? Yes, it is. Gotcha. It's a big fatty flap. Okay, now just oh, we're gonna talk. Desirable meats. What's your favorite cut? Uh, Billy, we'll go with you first. Billy, what is your favorite cut of that cow? Of a cow? I love porterhouse. That's just a lot of meat to me, man. Like, it's like, that's not the succulent, juiciest meat. It's just like, this was the biggest part of the cow. And what's yours? Me? 
I, it's gonna sound lame, and I, I can't. I, I know I snooted my nose up at Billy. I like a New York skirt, baby. New York skirt? Yeah. New York strip. Strip. New York strip. New York strip. High five, right Boom. up top. I That's think my it's answer. It's a really good cut. It's man. a beautiful cut. It's got a fillet mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. It's in there, and you, then you got the bone mm-hmm. with all that delicious next to bone meat. Yes. You need that bone. I just like that cut. That's a good cut. It's the best cut of steak on earth. All right, so what we decided here is Billy's is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that you can eat enough meat for three people, but it's not as good. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good meat. Throw that bitch in a sous vide. <laughs> Brown it on both sides in a cast iron with a little butter. You got the best fucking meat you've ever had in your life. Absolutely. Now, let's top side at a steak restaurant. Steak. <laughs> I'm saying steak fry. Steak fry is who doesn't like fries? Everyone loves fries, especially a, a thick steak fry. I'm gonna differ though. Cream spinach, cream spinach is awesome. But my thing is, from restaurant to restaurant, they're wild, wildly different. different. You got a good point. Where a steak fry keeps its steak fryness, like yeah. You but you, you'll get a variety up. of steak fries, some are too mushy, some got a better crunch on the outside. The too uh, mushy true. thing now, that's just the problem with them. Keeping them waiting, bro. They're like here. They're, they're they keeping them in the whole thing. They're it's true. I'm just too... if we're talking the variety mm-hmm. from place to place, that plays a factor. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's sauteed, like you... sauteed mushrooms in a brandy sauce from Blackstones. See, Billy Smarty went with the exact location there, and that is a fucking good, good yes. side. My my favorite steakhouse is actually in Saratoga, and I don't know the name of it. Um, but I if you go look at Saratoga, it's probably one steakhouse. Um. That place was amazing, dude. Like, and their sides, they had my favorite, my favorite, it wasn't a side, I guess it was an appetizer, but they had bacon on a tree. And they just, it was like hanging bacon on a tree. It was the best. Hanging bacon just sounds like something you get arrested for if you did it at, in public. <laughs> Only if you wasted it. You just went out there and hung bacon. <laughs> it's like hanging dong. Bro. Hanging dong. <laughs> you ever see girls in shorts that are a little too, like, they show the underbutt? It's the best thing, Pete. It is, but I always go, hey, check out that girl hanging cheek. You know what, Pete? You, that's not something you bring attention to, unless you're with dudes. You just you just look at I'm there. not alone when I say it. I mean, that's one of the things that you just look to yourself and you're just like, God bless this life. I'd say it to my girl. She can appreciate a nice lady butt. I don't know. I feel that's something you keep. In, that's like, it's like, you know when, he, when, when, uh, when uh, they were like, uh, what's that? The Falcon asked him, "Is like, hey, you want to tell me about that girl?" No, no. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this one for me. Yeah, that's how I feel about underbutt, bro. <laughs> Hanging cheek, man. Yeah, is that how I'm just trying to get that out there. Yeah. Hanging cheek. Hanging cheek. That's how. That, that's how I feel about hanging cheek, Pete. It's like, hey, you want to tell me about the hanging cheek? No, <laughs> it's for me. And then you look wistfully towards <laughs> the sky. Yeah, just, that's how I feel about hanging cheek. <laughs> anyway, did we all answer for that? Side dish question. Yeah, Billy said specifically from Blackstone the sautéed mushrooms with the brandy sauce. By the way, Blackstone is a very good steakhouse and a very like you would expect it to be like that area, like just like a suburban area, you know, to have a really good steakhouse. Very good. I think it's better yeah. than Wolfgang's or There's, any of that, like the, those high like hoity toity ones. It's a tricky one because like been to a variety, but if you ask me which is the best steakhouse I ever went, I couldn't even tell you because it's probably the, uh, the one my father-in-law took me to in Florida. I don't know. Like, You know what kills the New York City steakhouses is that it's uncomfortable to be in the actual establishment. Yeah. Like, you are asses to elbows. It's yes. hot. Well, that goes for any eating place in New York City. Fuck eating in New York City. Fuck best New food York in the world. City. Best food in the world, debatably. 
But you sit, they allow two people in and you're at a group table and it sucks and I hate it. Yeah, you, you are literally like um, sitting next to another person in a booth. Exactly. You know? a perfect stranger. No wonder everyone there got COVID four months ago. It's because every place you go, you're just shoved in there with too many people. Steel fucking trains that are just absolute just boxes dirt. of dirt. Yeah. I hate New York. And I, 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 Why do you think I'm leaving? Yeah. I'm not a fan of New York anymore. I love the Yankees and that's a, and the Giants and that's a fucking about it. Fuck the Knicks. And <laughs> been burned too many times. Too many times. Been burned. Oh, by the way, speaking of sports teams, did you hear about the Redskins? No. The best thing I've heard this week. Okay, well, there's, there's, there's a couple of things that were fucked up. I never one, follow these, so I'm curious. Well, one, the, uh, the, the owner of the team pimped out his cheerleaders to season ticket holders. Like, now that's a season ticket to have. Like full on pimped out, like, like go touch your titties. Like I don't know if they fuck. No like they can shit, some really? stuff like that. Like yeah, but like can you imagine? It's like hey man, I got some seats around the fifty yard line, and I got some cheerleaders to fuck me <laughs> because that was in the ticket. Yeah, here's a twenty three year old dancer. So they were in trouble for that. One, two, clearly. Um, they uh the the fucking coach, the old coach, and one of the players were both fucking a cheerleader. And they got, like, the coach got mad at his players, so he benched him. Anyway, severely, severely fucked up this quarterback's life because the player who got benched was a running back, and the, the, the running back who replaced him missed his block, and this guy got his leg broken like nine pieces. Like, <sighs> like ruined his life. So everyone loses? <laughs> no, well, the, the guy wasn't that great. But, like, this particular guy got his leg broken because some because his coach was bitter I'm about saying, One guy got benched, the other guy got crippled. The other guy who owns the team probably losses the best thing this team this team has sucked for 30 years and he's he has paid in upwards of millions of dollars they haven't disclosed how many to pay the refs to cheat for him when he still sucks like that's the biggest atrocity it's like how, just throwing bad money at bad yeah yeah this is like let's see if your cheating budget is a you know a couple couple mil and it's not paying off you you stop it's like you're the ref, right? And there's like a 60 yard touchdown pass. You're like, oh, it's a hold. Bring it back. Next play is a 60 yard touchdown pass. Like, I, I can't call it again, dude. Like, you, you got to at some point be all right. Like, you, you got to at some point make a play. Right. <laughs> that's wild. Shit. I had no idea. Yeah. So that's all coming out. And then they're. That's they, Washington? That's Washington. They're changing the name from the Washington Redskins to something else. And they're like in this process. Uh, I heard something about the Red Tails, which I think is a cool idea. I really hope. That they're just ignorant and they're just like the DC Redskins. <laughs> I just hope that this is like we changed it, guys. <laughs> they changed the wrong part. <laughs> like they're like guys, we've all right, we've 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 all right, we're we're woke. All right, you after know, well, consideration on this name, we have finally decided to change it in this historic move. D. We are now the DC Savages. The DC Navajo. Yeah, the Savages <laughs> even better. The DC Apaches. The D- no, you said the best one was the first one. The DC Savages. <laughs> the, Reds, the Red Savages. Right. That's but, so fucking wrong. <laughs> but they're probably going to change it to, I think, I heard the Red Tails, but I bet it's not the Red Tails because I keep hearing it. Right? Well, like, I like that name. Because someone it's, made a it's, really it's, cool logo for it. That's and it's, it's got, you know, the connotation to the Tuskegee Airmen of World War II and First Black Fighter Squadron. That's that checks all the boxes for anybody who needs anything. It's a cool enough name. That's what if they close enough down on racing? They're like the DC Jigaboos. 
And it's a picture of fucking... What's the guy's name? Oh, what they were trying to do it earnestly, like the DC spooks, and it was like... And they also copyrighted, like, Boo from fucking Mario. I'm just picturing a full-on <laughs> portrait of Amos and Andy. The guy in blackface with the big fucking horribly offensive lips. And they're just like, ta-da! <laughs> Problem solved. It's what we came up with. It's good. <laughs> if they were just that tone deaf, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Even me, I'm liberal. I want them to pick something, you know, that's going to satisfy some people. Just, I'd be like, bravo, bravo. What I actually, because I just watched the movie again, but what, I, what I could get behind is the is the Washington 54th. That's a cool one. Right? Like, do the movie Glory. It's fucking cool. That's a that's a really cool one. I think that's a cool name. I, again, like... I, it's got a 49er vibe. You and know? bring back that movie. It's an awesome movie. Yeah, and you, you could do a lot with that logo, for speaking as a... Art guy, dude. I um uh, during you know, my, I ended my Independence Day right watching that movie, and I put it on Facebook. Hey, end of my Independence Day, watching you know a movie about the Civil War, and basically I, I said that because like we're kind of in a Civil War right now, and like you know look like I don't know. I was trying to make a political statement more than I was like, hey, look, I'm watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. Independence Day, everyone. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling America, right? And fucking, I, I, I was it a person that used to live in your neighborhood named John was just like. He hit me up with like this, like kind of shitty quote, like shitty. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like he was like, uh, yeah, that was such a corny ass thing to do, and blah 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 blah. And he was just like, uh, why don't you watch uh, Remember the Titans or uh, Glory Road instead? And then like I was like, am I gonna get in a fight with this guy, or am I just gonna like be naive, like like pretend to be naive? I'm like, oh, dude, Remember the Titans is an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah. I should have gone with that. Right. <laughs> so, and I kind of like diffuse the situation. Like, I wasn't trying to be like BLM or nothing like that. I was just saying, like, hey, look, this is a, a cool yeah, watching movie. A, a movie about an American history. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Fucking great movie. Soundtrack by by James Horner is amazing. You have Carrie Ells, fucking Denzel Washington, killer cast, killer cast. Um, uh, the Mo- two Walter, what, what was it? Freeman. Mo- Morgan. Morgan Freeman, not Walter Freeman. Wal- and then, uh, I thought you were going to be like, Walter th- Matthau. Like, you're Walter a little Matt. off. You're a little bit off. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Ferris Bueller. And, yeah, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. It was Killer, a great cast. Great cast. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Saw it when I was too young. That movie. You don't get like, like, as a young kid, you don't get these things, you know? And then I was just like, like the, the amputations and shit. I'm like, ah, I don't like it. Yeah. So, uh, was it, a, <laughs> speaking of like, I guess, um, things that were that I guess because of the whole like BLM movement, right? Was um the all the syrup that got canceled, right? Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, right? Yeah. And like obviously, that's like a mammy, right? It's it's done, whatever. I just think that that syrup is done, bro. Like I mean, you know, like I'm gonna go in. That ain't syrup for the Rick. It's it's syrup to America, Pete. Like if you go into any it. store and that's like a name brand, it's like fucking Ritz crackers, dude. Like that's syrup to America. So like I'm not gonna like you can't it's like you, you can't rebrand something like that. It's so, like I'm gonna go in. It's gonna be like okay, I know Log Cabin. There's my store, is Shoprite, and then there's like oh here's the new thing. It's um politically correct syrup. I'm just gonna go with Log Cabin because I know that fucking brand. <laughs> like fuck politically correct syrup. Until in five years they're like Log Cabin Republicans who are like Lincoln was gay. This is a- offensive. <laughs> Start yelling about things. Well, either way, if that gets canceled, then it gets canceled. Then you know what? I just stop eating pancakes. No and matter then- what, you're pissing somebody off is the idea. I, I never thought we'd live in a world where syrup would be a political statement. A piece of T-shirt over your face is a political statement. Everything's a fucking political statement. 
I definitely agree with you. And like, look here, the most important thing in this last couple of months is that like, hey, look, man. All right, we're all trying to pitch in, keep everyone safe here, and like, mo- most importantly, like, let's get back to work as quick as possible because there are yeah. people's lives going to be forever affected by this. There's not to mention that, like, hey, look, if you have older loved ones or fat loved ones or diabetic loved ones, let's try to keep them safe. Let's that's, fucking get yeah. back to reg. We want to get back to normal. Well, that's here. that's why I have a, such a problem with the the mask people, the anti-mask people. It's like, look, we just went through this whole thing. We locked everything down in an attempt to stop this thing. All you have to do. Put this on when you go out to a place. Just do that and we won't have to lock down again because now we're getting a, a shattered economy plus more pandemic. The shattered economy plus, was because of the shutdown. Yeah, but we could have opened a lot sooner if people would just... now. Though, Even New York is like, dude, we're not opening it. Like, like yeah, well, New York is at least ahead of the curve with the, the, the virus itself. Yeah. It's like we could just all just put on the fucking little piece of fabric. And we can all get back to our lives sooner. All right, but again, like, I'm just saying, like, I just want to get back to normal. And, uh, you know, it's just, this whole thing sucked. And, uh, you know, like, you miss things like, hey, man, this is, we're in the summer, bro. Like, where's our fucking movies at, dude? Like, can you at least throw them on to to, to stream? I'll pay for Black Widow. I know. There's, I haven't seen a Marvel movie since Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's been a year. That was July last year. I'll pay more than what I would have paid in the theater. Did I'll you, buy you, popcorn. Did I you, will drive up and get popcorn. I love popcorn, and I always buy popcorn. And, and that's going to be the only thing that I'm going to be upset about when the theaters close altogether. Is because I won't yeah, get theater You know what pisses me off the most? It's right down the street from my house. Less than a mile from my house. They open up this big AMC theater. <laughs> Never got to go. And now it's like AMC's bankrupt. I'm like, <laughs> they finally put a theater... In my fucking neighborhood, and I can't go to it. Dude, well, I, I think they were the ones that were fighting trolls. They were like, uh, trolls made ninety, like almost hundred million dollars, right, on the streaming. And like, you want to, you want to say that that's a lot of different factors, and it is. But I feel that like people are more willing to see these movies that aren't Marvel, that aren't DC, that aren't these like blockbusters. Yeah, they just would rather see them at home than go to a theater to see that. Absolutely. Shit. Yeah. So like, when trolls, the company Universal was like, hey, um, in the future. We're gonna release our features, our feature films, uh, in the theater as well yeah. as stream. The theater has to fight that. They're like, no, you can't do that because we won't show any of your movies. Because they know the second they do that, they're like, well, we've made you know sixty million dollars in profit in, or we made sixty million dollars in the home stream, and we made twenty million dollars in the movie theater. What the fuck are we even bothering with the theater for? Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like. Because I, I don't know the, the exact economics of it, of like how much the the uh, movie company makes by putting it in the theater, but I think they take the the majority of that, and the theater makes most of the money on uh, makes all the money on the concession. That's how they make their money is basically yeah. selling you high priced popcorn and hot dogs and soda and shit. So like, I I just feel that that they need you in the theater from Monday through Sunday, right? And there's, and there's besides your your blockbusters that happen every like you know I would say every three months, like a huge blockbuster comes out, right? Right? There's no reason to go to the theater then. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the theater is going to die. Well, I think, yeah, going forward, you're going to get a lot more middle-of-the-road budget-wise movies Mm -hmm. that are smaller stories that are three and a half hours long. I don't need to be in the theater. Yeah, but from an artistic, from the filmmaker point of view, they don't have to worry about going into theater, so they don't have to worry about theaters being able to show it as many times as possible to maximize their profits. They'll just make a better deal with the streaming service. They'll probably make more. With that deal, showing it to people oh, you're at saying, home. Yeah, you're, you're saying to stream a three and a half hour movie at home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I 100% agree with you. Like, it, you can't do that in a theater unless it's a Marvel 
like Avengers two, Avengers Endgame kind of thing. It's got a huge payoff for me to stay in the theater for three hours. Yeah, and theaters need to have like an under two hour movie so they can show it every two hours mm. to maximize their profits. Because you're not going back. There's very few people going back to buy another soda, another popcorn. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to roll them over, roll them over. That's why for a long time it was hour and a half, hour and a half, hour and a half. You know, I think. And then the second they th- start, things start go to streaming a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You end up with an Irishman, which is like three and a fucking half hours. I couldn't long. watch it. That. And I, I thought it was stupid and terrible. Oh, but that has nothing to do with streaming service. That's just a bad movie. I'm not using that movie as a high water. You, you also get influx of Adam Sandler movies now. Oh, boy. Do you ever? <laughs> well, Uncut Gems, you see that yet? I still haven't watched it. It's on Netflix. I know, I know. I seen it on there. It's a matter of sitting down and just do it. Actually, watch. Sit it. down there and pay attention to it. It's like an intense movie. It's really good. Yeah, Billy, did you watch that yet? No. You guys suck. Did you? Did you see Sat- the King of Staten Island? Still have not watched King of Billy? Staten Island. Nope. You know why I go to watch that one? I, first of all, I haven't been watching a lot of movies. It's mm-hmm. been more TV because I need quick bites. You know, I'm working at my desk. I need to put something on that I could half pay attention to. Mm-hmm. But when I do sit down and watch a thing, I watch a thing. Mm-hmm. But like that one, I just Pete Davidson rubs me the wrong way. I'm not a huge Pete Davidson guy, but that movie is really good. I love Bill Burr and I love Marissa Tomei. It's also Judd Apatow who I like. Judd Apatow is good. I like yeah. him. But I thought I thought that movie was very good. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's still I, on my list. It's, I did watch. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Don't. I did watch new. Ch- I did. I did watch the new Child's Play. The new Child's Play. How was that? It thing? was good. You liked it. I liked it. I thought I, I thought it made sense for like you know for the for this generation age. Now, do were you a fan of the originals? Yes, um, like maybe like the first three. Yeah. So did the AI versus possessed doll portion rub you in the wrong way at all? I thought it was going to bother me, but then I was just like, all right, I, you know, I guess I guess it makes sense, you know, because that's the way things are going nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's like AI and, you know, the fact that he was able to take over, you know, whatever company that made him, he was able to, to hack into all those machines and everything like that. Right. And just, and just go crazy. Now, let me ask you this. The, my big problem with that series was always Chucky. Seemed so unintimidating to me in every kind of way. Was he at least yeah. scarier in this version? Well, he in this version he was basically just like a jilted lover, like he went like all single white female after a while. Interesting. Um, the first the first th- the first death scene that they had in it was amazing, and I th- I think they just like blew their load on that because after that like I feel like they kind of chinsed out on death scenes. Right. Yeah. No, a lot of movies do that. Did you ever see um, It Follows? No. Best scene in the movies the. Like shock en- ending of the like the first girl dying, the rest of the movie yeah. does not ever get there. So it's, I'm always yeah. curious, but I don't know if you like it, I, I'll make it a bit of show. Yeah, no, like yeah, because it was it was free on Amazon Prime. Uh, I put it on the other night, and Danielle's like, oh, I can't watch this." Uh, she she ended up going to bed. I, I watched it, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Like you know, like you know, obviously leaves leaves it open, um, and everything like that for follow ups, but. Uh, you think that, like, right. that one left it open for files? There's like 10 of these movies. This is the remake, the the reboot. Yeah. Brian went to the bathroom. He, was, he missed that part. No, that's not weird. No, but uh, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, they never needed an opening for a yeah. There's like, he came back. Now he's got a kid and a wife. It's weird. <laughs> Bride of Chucky. They're fun. I liked him better when he was funny. 
Yeah, I'm I'm always like for example the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. We all love Evil Dead, right? Bruce Campbell and all that shit. The best. The movie got the remake. They made a reboot of Evil Dead. Got a lot of hate because it was a completely different story, completely different I was characters. really good. It's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. It's a good fucking scary, gory, ugly movie. Like No, but I see, I, I agree with... If you're going to remake a movie, just totally do it differently. And like, don't try to recreate what you, could, you can't recapture. Yeah, so what you miss is we're talking the AI Chucky monster... Versus the possessed serial killer doll Chucky monster. Oh, it's an AI? It's an That's a- actually a cool twist. Yeah. That actually makes more sense than the dumb like guy yeah. who sacrificed himself. Grima Wormtongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like, the uh, character's I was, actual name. I was, telling, I was telling Pete, like, yeah, basically this Chucky just goes all single white female on, uh, on the kid. Child and, of the 90s. Uh, yeah. Single white female. <laughs> And uh, basically, like they, it seemed, it seemed like they blew their budget on the first death scene, and that was kind of it. All right, here's a huge question: If you can go back to the '90s and just have sex with one girl from there, the '90s, the '90s, like the entire blue, decade, the entire decade doesn't matter from 1990 to 1999, like because that's when we grew up. Like, well, who was your who was your chick, Pete? Let's start off with well, you. Well, you know my probably obvious answer when I was a boy. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about, like, because now you're a bitch. Like, you know. <laughs> when I was a little boy of the 1990s, an mm-hmm. 8-year-old to 18-year-old, mm-hmm. my girl was probably, like, Pam Anderson was, like, this iconic pinup. Yes. So probably lean there, but, like, I don't know, just looking back, like. In a pinch. Even a prime Jessica Alba would have been a great thing for she, me. She w- didn't really hit her stride until after the 90s. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess it was early aughts that she finally came up. When was Sin City? It was like 2004. Oh, uh, then fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, yeah, I'll stick with my answer. Any other Baywatch cast? Billy. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ooh, good pick. I'm going to pick... Oh, Shannon Elizabeth. Ooh. I'm going to go with the, the, the OG brunette, Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, baby. Saved by the Bell. I love I was going to say, which, which one are we talking? Are we talking Saved by the Bell? Or are we talking like Saved by the Bell of colleges once you had the implants? Is there a huge difference? Oh, she had implants? That's oh, my God, yeah. That's when I like them all natural. Extra I like them all natural. That's when she did Playboy, I think. She did Playboy? After she got her titties done. Boom, boom, boom. What? what you, <laughs> you didn't have internet access I, I in 1999? No, 1999, <laughs> yeah, but... Like, well, Brian, it's it's 2020. You can look it up right now. I didn't even think to look because, I mean, come on. Who thought? <laughs> Tiffany Amber, Amber Thiessen. It's like, who asked, who's thought about it? That's my chick from the 90s, bro. It's Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I think she's she's my. Say about a bell, bro. Come on. That was a good show. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan at the oh, time. It's terrible. I've audience. seen it. I've seen it a lot. Of course I, you have. I get all the references. You know? I know Max is. I'm down with it, kid. I'm down with a Zach Morris cell phone. <laughs> I can freeze time. You know? It, just, it never was my show. Mm hmm. It was my show. I loved that show, and I thought she was so sexy. I was more of a... You remember... What the fuck's her name? Ben Stiller's wife, the blonde. Oh, from Hey Dude? Hey Dude. Christine Taylor. That was more my speed. I want to say, though, I, if I could go... If I could pick any other chick, it would be Tiffany Amber... I'm sorry. It would, of course, be Tiffany Amber. Oh, no, it would be um, Billy's chick. Sophia Vergara? Yep. Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer man. Love you. She just has that like girl That's... next door face and these huge, big, chubby, fat titties. And just... she knew she was hot. Now, but now she is kind of she she kind of plumped out like all over. She got like a little large. Give her a break. She's like forty something years old. Hey, hey, no, that doesn't mean she got a she doesn't mean she got a chunk up. 
No, that's exactly what that means. That's what people do. Billy is just... Other people gain weight, Billy. Other people yeah. have metabolism. Billy's like, like looking at his slower. fucking six-pack. He's like, hey, you don't got to gain weight. Take care, take care, take care yeah. of yourself. What a weird choice to make. <laughs> take care of yourself, Jennifer Love. You with your nice long neck. <laughs> She's, she was sexy, though. Oh, man. Party of five? Hell yeah. I never watched that shit. But I fucking do, I can't hardly wait. That's what introduced her to me. Yeah, can't hardly wait, dude. That was prime. Which, yeah, bro. Jennifer Love. Jennifer Love. Hewitt. 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 Huge tits. Huge, <laughs> huge knockers. And then she had natural ones too. Where you're just like, damn, this bitch was blessed. Yeah. Like Pam Anderson was the shit, but you felt like. You know, there's a lot of fake nonsense yeah, going a lot on. That's why I went <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. If you know anybody remembers that American Pie scene, it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Like in a pinch, if you were like if in the, like uh, trapped in the Andes in an airplane, you ate Pam Anderson, you'd probably die of silicon. You know, like, and hepatitis. That like, AIDS, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things going on there. Yeah, bro. She fucked Tommy Lee. Look, you just got to get to her before Kid Rock did. That's it. I would say Tommy Lee with his fucking python cock. But even then, there was like probably what Brett Michaels or something. Brett Mike, did you hear? Did you watch the the the, the Motley Crue movie, bro? I had that VHS. Of course, no, I no, did. the Motley Crue movie on. Netflix. Oh, the one from. Uh, yeah, no, Dude, I didn't see that. That shit is straight up acid. <laughs> his dick is great. It's like, first of all, it's a, it's like a monster dong. It's probably top ten all time dongs, and it's like absolute death. It's like cock death. Well, in the earlier 2000s, I did read his book. What? My ex-girlfriend... Was it like a picture book, like a pop-up one? My like, ex-girlfriend dongs. Bought, bought his book for reasons. and I it, wonder what he has to say. Yeah, it was sitting there, and I was like, chapter one, squirters. And I was like, eh, I kind of get what this is all about. This was like the white version of How to Be a Player. A little bit. <laughs> chapter one, have a huge dick. Have a monster dong. Step two, play drums. With it. With it. Chapter three, steer a boat with it. Yeah, dude. It's a thick, girthy dick. <laughs> that's a, that's why, you know, child, we're all children of the 90s because we're just like, yeah, who has, who's got the big dong? Tommy Lee. Nowadays, you go on the internet, you watch any porn movie, it's like, it's half a guy's body weight in any porn video and you're like, <laughs> what, what you doing with him? <laughs> yeah, dude, there's some, there's some monster dicks out there. So there sure are, bro. Yeah, bro, it's a great world. What, have you not been paying attention? It's been a while. It's a wonderful world up there. BLM, bro, dick lives matter. (laughs) (laughs) We're protesting or what? Yeah. (laughs) I want to make so many jokes, but I find a bad taste right now. There's an I can't breathe joke in there somewhere. Well, I mean, you can't say it with Mark Wahlberg. It's like, I bet you can't breathe, lady. Yeah, exactly. It seems (laughs) fucking wrong. Anyway. Remember the 90s. Mm-hmm. All right. So, any topics we haven't covered? Um, any topic? Well, in our the, first get together in two, about two months, probably. God knows how long. Well, there's. Did we cover um, COVID? Yeah. We, did we, Billy, did we cover COVID? What part of it? Still going on. It's still happening. All right. So we covered COVID. <laughs> still a thing. All right. Yeah, it is still a thing. Um, yeah. Sucks. Fucking, I don't know. I just, I don't want to talk about downer shit. Yeah, I'm talking upper shit. Like, mm-hmm. what have we been doing? Uh, we got video games. We did that. We mm-hmm. talk movies. We talk mm-hmm. food. We talked who we fuck from the 90s. 
What was the one game? What was the one gamer movie that you were uh, uh, when you were a kid? You always wanted to rent from the the OG video store, but like you just never got the chance. Did you say gamer movie? Game or movie? Game or movie? Mm-hmm. Like you were like it just wasn't your choice to do, but you're like I wanted to fucking I want to rent that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go behind the curtain. The porn stop. Yeah. That was a special moment in a boy's life. I actually got to take apart a porno shop with my friend Sean. I remember this. Yeah. And there was a bunch of like dildos and cock rings were everywhere. And, you know, let me tell you, I don't know if I ever told the story on this on the show before, but I had a whole bunch of cock rings. Right. And I put them on. my fucking. We've told this story. We have told the story. I'm pretty sure we told the story. Billy, do you recognize this story? I remember. All right. Then tell it anyway. So I, um. I had a whole bunch of cock rings and I put them on my like radio dials because they fit perfectly. And uh, I was, you know, flicking them back and forth, having a good time. And then I, at the time, Pete was dating this girl. Uh, we'll call her Elena. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> good cover. Yes. Um, and, you know, I was driving her home. I, for whatever reason, I was driving her somewhere, right? And she was like, what are these? Well, we were all friends at the time. Yeah, like, everyone it, was. It was a big friend group. Yeah, we were all in the same crew. We used to say this town that this girl was from. Kings Park. I, Kings Park. Mm-hmm. I think me and Brian dated the whole town. Every last one. At, at a certain point. Every last one of them we had sex with. And um, so, like, anyway, she was like, hey, dude, um, like, these things are awesome. These little fucking like, rubber things on your dials. Like, what, 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 what's the deal with this? Like, oh, they're for your fucking radio dials. They're awesome. It's brand new. It came out. It's like... You know, have better traction and to like style up your dashboard. And she's like, "That's so cool." It's like, like, where'd you buy them? I was like, you know what? I have a couple more in my glove box. You want them? She's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" So she she, she takes them and she puts them on her radio dials. And then Pete gets in her car. No, like no, a couple no. Days. She she just threw them in a purse. Oh, in a purse. She just threw them in a purse. Oh shit! So you tell the rest of the story. So we were at a show at the downtown in farming. I forget which show it was. And we go to leave, and she had a few drinks in her. And she goes, you mind driving? No, not a problem. Uh, yeah, here, here's my bag. Reach in and grab my keys. I reach in. I pull a handful of cock rings out. <laughs> and I go, you got um, got something special planned tonight? <laughs> She's like, no, they go on your radio. <laughs> Brian gave them to me. They just plug on the thing and you turn them. I'm like, these are cock rings. <laughs> she just was like, piece of shit. That piece of shit. <laughs> just had a bag. With literally four or five cock rings in it. Look, man. Silicone with knobbies on them for her pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cock rings. Well, I don't think the cock ring goes in her, right? It just keeps you hard. It, it definitely was ribbed for her pleasure. Really? You put the whole thing in? I imagine if you put it around the base, it hits something nicely. Like, like stimulates the clitoris? I would assume so, if you're going at the right angle. Because that thing, half the appeal was when you put it on the... The knob of the radio, mm-hmm. it had these little bubbles on it. I want to say that I have, I'm very far removed from like kinky sex. We have babies. Like, you retire from kinky sex once there's like children involved. You're just like, hey man, let's get it done. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want an orgasm? I want an orgasm. Let's fucking do it. Do you have this it. conversation of is this baby making or is this regular? What do you mean? Like, do I pull out or stay the course? Oh, now until I think there's a third rug rat, I think I'm 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 in there. Like I've actually not to not to brag, I'm batting six sixty six, bro. Like you know, like <laughs> there's maybe one period that she had, but I that I would even say I'm batting a hundred thousand because like we had sex at the end of the period. It was like one time. 
But then we started again, and then it was like, boom, right there. High protein diet. That's all you need. Right. And you have to be fucking black, and you know, it's just <laughs> they're very fertile. Right. Uh, oh, I've got a long time avoiding it, and it's probably me too. I avoided it easily for seventeen years, and then I still have these questions in my head of like, do you go for it? That you know? Well, yeah. You, when you I try don't to want have it. kids. Well, actually, we weren't even trying to have kids. I was trying to have kids. I was like, like even post kids, is it like? You ever think of joining the snip club, but you clearly don't. Yeah, I'm thinking the venom at the snake. I'm just saying, I would at a certain point. Why? I fucking I had supreme dick control for 17 years. Never got a chick even remotely pregnant, right? Then but you know, no, no, Billy. Seriously, two, 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 three months that I had unprotected sex, where I was like, yeah, let's do it. Two babies. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fucking no. That proves to me it's like all right, Brian. Whatever you right. when you put was, your mind to it. <laughs> yeah, bro. We made it to the moon. You know what? I could pull out. I, you know, I I could feel my like, and I'm not ashamed. It's like, hey, look, it's hey. Sometimes you're having a bad game, you know, and you it's like, hey, look, I'm gonna come tonight. Sorry, let's just say, like, ah, you know, yes, this is done. Yeah, you know when. Yeah, you can't. You you can't. You know regroup after you blow a load in a chick it's like it's it's when you pull out then you're just done there are days you know days where you're like round two well i mean yeah in my 20s but like you know just married just you have two kids bro you put them to sleep right well i have i haven't a couple times but with the one kid you you, you put a kid to sleep bro it's like fuck fuck it down let's do it. <laughs> fuck have sex <laughs> how is all right, in my family, the first kid's always the dream kid, mm-hmm. myself included. Goes down. Oh, there. that's a peach stroke in his ego right there. That is, because my parents <laughs> remind me all the time. I was very easy. I went right to bed, slept the night. My brother, not so much. My brother's kid's first one, easy peasy. Well-behaved, most polite little kid you'll ever meet. The second one, a demon spawned from hell, by the way, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Same with my other brother. First one. They got spoiled. They're like, let's have a second right away. Second one, uh-uh, not letting you sleep. How is it with you? Uh, the Archer for the first couple of weeks was, um, he woke up a little bit. And that's mainly because, like, he gets a lot of stuffy noses. And, uh, like, I think he's allergic to the dog. Yeah. And um, he was gassy. But, like, now we, like, like anything, you know, like, he... You get in rhythm with it, and now we know his deal. So, like, we burp him, you know, we make sure that he's good, and now he's he's sleeping through the night again. Good, good. So, we're, we're, we've been blessed with two kids that, like, pretty much sleep through the night, and, like, they're good money. And now he's, like, like it's like he's at that primordial stage, and now he's, like, starting to become, like, a little person. He's, I always think they become people when the neck starts working. Yeah, his neck, he's ready for the jumper now. Like, yeah, like, when they can hold their head upright, that's when you're... Kind of the more fun years, fun months begin. Mm-hmm. What about you two guys? You guys add any little rugrats? Well, Billy, let's go with you first because you're married. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like that's going to be happening anytime soon. Hmm. Gotcha. What about you, Pete? Yeah, eventually. In fact, the hardest part of moving to Maine is that I'm leaving behind my nephews and my niece, mm-hmm. who are literally everything to me. I love these kids so much. They, I'm the fun uncle, and I'm giving my nephew my oldest nephew who's turning eight soon you get that i meant that like you and your girl are yeah but i'm saying like i never wanted kids i know and i these kids came into my life and i'm like i have so much fun with these kids mm-hmm. and like literally i walk in a room 
I'm swarmed. They just they know where to go mm-hmm. to have fun. The fun guy who knows about dinosaurs and comic books and Captain America. And you Star did Wars. grow up in the nineties. I did. Dinosaurs yeah. were big, and they're big again. Do you? Th- I think besides sixty five million years ago, the nineties were the killer's decade for the dinosaurs. I would say now is right up there because no. my nephew runs up to me and's like, "Let's watch Jurassic World." I think they did that it. movie's fucking like twenty years old. Jurassic World. Oh, with, with Chris Pratt. Yeah. The, All right. It's his favorite thing on earth is these movies. I think not as good as the originals, but he's completely obsessed. Well, the first one I agree. And we watch and we bought him a book. First people to ever buy this kid a fucking book, and it was just Encyclopedia of Dinosaurs. And I just was like, I love this shit when I was his age. Let's give him this. Carries it like the fucking Bible with him all the time. Seven year old kid just obsessed with it. So I think it's back. I think mm-hmm. that bug that kind of bit me as a little kid bit him you know cool, but cool. the point is because i love these kids so much the hardest part about moving is leaving them and i kind of the whole reason we're moving is so i could start my own thing i no, i think it's great for you that you know you're starting anew but like obviously the hardest part of moving is changing everything everything it's your whole routine bro it's you know, the, yeah. the stores you go to the people you hang out with your families but i don't everything. think i'm gone forever you know of course, you'll come back because your family's here. But, like, if you move and you stay gone, like, you're gone, bro. Like, look at Edler. Yeah. He's gone, dude. Like, yeah. But if he, Florida is his home. Yeah, but look at Mac. He comes back once once or twice a year. Same with Edler. But, like, you know what I'm trying to say? is like, that's no longer your home. New York is no longer your home. And uh, it was a tough, tough decision to make. I don't think so. You you wanted to get out of here for years. No, but it, when it came down to it, when it actually became real, mm-hmm. we fought about it a lot. We went back and forth on like pros and cons. We slept on it a while. We like really had to figure this out. Well, she's kind of grown up everywhere, so she probably doesn't care, right? She was raised in, grew up in Vermont, mm-hmm. moved to Florida as a teenager, moved to Connecticut after that, moved back to Vermont, moved to New York City at one point, back down to Long Island. That's mm-hmm. when we met. So to her, this is nothing. This is no big thing. And for me, it's like, I've been here my whole life. This is mm-hmm. it. But I had to look at it. Am I going to be able to ever, doing what I do for a living, am I ever going to own anything here? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I've lived in my apartment for a long time. It's got to be over 10 years, right? Coming up on 10. Mm-hmm. And every time I, I, I get to the point where I can move or get start something new, there's a fucking catastrophe and the economy dies. And it's like, I'm done with this cycle. I just need to get to the other side of New York City. By the way, I'm tired of living in New York, which is the epicenter of everything shitty. Every time something shitty happens, it hits New York first. And New York blows. And spreads. And I'm done oh, with it. I'm done with that. Honestly, if my business wasn't here, I would be I'd be probably I'd probably go down south though, because the weather's better. Well but, that was a that was a consideration too. We were looking at Philly for a while, Pennsylvania area. I meant way further down south. I was like Carolina or like Georgia. I got family down there and it's weird. And I hate Georgia. I've been to Georgia. It's weird. You just own a man. I actually Jacksonville, Florida, dude. I can own a. I can sell my house now. Bank like a hundred thousand dollars and own a mansion. You could live next to Tiger Woods on what you pay for this place. Also, my taxes are like twenty three hundred dollars a year. So like, big thing, big thing right there. Taxes alone. I pay eleven in change for this. I was shocked to find out that a pound of ground beef is a third in other states. A third of what we pay here. Something as small as that mm-hmm. costs nothing up there. So the second Hannah went up there 
and got it and went on this job interview and got a job where she was making more than what she's making here and i'm working remotely at the moment and i can do this and i'm i don't even have a job right now technically i'm a freelancer and i'm making better money than i was what's stopping us no, nothing. But that's the, that's the that's the, the key to to uh, freedom is working for yourself, beat, and you've now accomplished that. Yeah. And you know, I you know, honestly like, hey, look, I I love you, Pete. Like you're one of my best friends, and um, you know, I don't want to like like lose you physically, but you know, I'm glad that you're moving on with your life, and like you get to, you know, like if you go somewhere else and you're just way more prosperous, this is so much better for you. So I'm happy in that sense. Like obviously, I'm sad in the sense where I'm losing one. Of my, I'm losing like my oldest friend in the world. Well, I'm going to tell you this, and this mm-hmm. is not easy for me to say, but mm-hmm. this was one of the hardest moments I've been dreading is telling you. No, I, and I get like, it. For dude. real. Because mm-hmm. we've oh. been friends since oh. we were kids. I was being honest. There's, I've known Pete was, since like middle school. I was afraid of telling my parents. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of telling my nephew and niece, which is tomorrow, and I'm mm-hmm. not looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I was looking, I was afraid of telling you because this is a big thing for me. I'm afraid to tell my cousin. Mm-hmm. End of story. Everyone else, they'll... They're fine. They'll get over it. They'll. They have other people. If this was like twenty something years ago, I would be like way more devastated. But the fact that like we could Skype and like you know we live in the best time you. for this. And I just want to remind everyone too. I'm five hours away. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> fucking five hours away, bro. No, I'm planning on coming <laughs> back here. Oh, I'm gonna a fucking road trip. I do want to visit man. you in Maine though. Yeah, I you know I, it's a cool area, and I I never been up there. And I heard it's really really nice. So. Yeah, and and there's bro. You still got to come down for Christmas. We'll be down for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We'll be down for Christmas. I'll be down probably 4th of July. You know, like certain holidays, mm-hmm. I'm going to be making my rounds. Because it literally is, I have a, th- because I've lived here my whole life, I have a thousand places to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, and any number of people will put us up Absolutely. for a night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. place to stay with us. And, you know, I don't. You can see- sleep right next to Da Vinci. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right He's right there, buddy. What's going on, little Da Vinci? We've split a dog bed. I split a dog bed with Stitch before his previous dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe he's so he's already full grown. It's like it's wild yeah. to me. But whereas like Edler moved to Florida, mm-hmm. that's a fucking date. That's like that, yeah, you gotta make a trip for that. Yeah, Mac moved to Texas. That's a fucking trip. Mm-hmm. I'm moving to Maine. It's literally a few hours away. I'm I'm not gonna be a stranger around here. It's gonna be a couple times a year. No. Oh. And during the next month, I'm going to be back and forth. So hey, look, man, I, I'm really, really happy for you. And like, as your friend, and it pains me to say it's like I am happy for you. You know, like I'm sad for myself, but happy for you. And you know, I hope next couple of years you get everything you want up there. Fucking, um, you know, the money, the income you need, the the house you want, and like the family you always need. You know, yeah. I need. I'm sorry. Well, I guess you need family. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean all those, but you know what I'm saying. Like you get family, wealth, and love, and all that stuff up there. You know? Yep. And and mm-hmm. I'll. This is a promise. Once I'm settled mm-hmm. up there, and we have a nice, you know, right now we're staying with family up there. Mm-hmm. Once we're settled, everyone come up. No, I would love to. Oh. I, I've never. I've always heard Maine's awesome. Come up in the in the spring and summer months, when Portland, Maine, is really kicking. It's actually like kind of a. Mm-hmm. Um, like a touristy kind of spot up there, come up. Have the best seafood of your life. There's, it, It's a beautiful city. That is I the think tap water hole in spring? It literally is. <laughs> is it really? It pours. <laughs> no, but it's really good. They got really good tap up there. <laughs> I, 
I have, uh, dude, I have a funny story about uh, water. Um, the, it's I have, wet. I have a dis- <laughs> dude, it's fucking wet. Um, I have a, a distiller, right? So, like, all my water I drink is distilled. And um, every year you got to get a maintenance on it. So, I call the Aqua Future guy and I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, uh, you res- yeah, I kind of schedule a maintenance for this shit, right? So he calls me back and he's like, hey, things have been really busy because of the pandemic. I just started answering calls in like the last couple of weeks. And I'm back ordered, blah, blah, blah. I'll try to get to you. And like, I'm sitting there eating sunflower seeds, right? And like, dude, no, it wasn't sunflower seeds. It was um, water. I, I drank water and the water went down the wrong way. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, <coughs> dude, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> and like I keep coughing, dude, and like because it just went around the wrong way, and then like I'm trying to talk to this guy saying like, "Hey, yeah, just whenever you get a chance, please come." And I don't think this guy's calling me back, bro. No. This guy thinks I got COVID <laughs> hard, so like he's probably gonna wait a month and a half before he gives me a call back. We were at uh, the brewery last night, like I said, we're sitting outside having a beer, and we get um, a Philly cheesesteak and some French fries from the the truck. It's um, Chitty's cheesecake, uh, cheesesteak, not cheesecake. But they they got actual they're they're big around here. They Would got, you eat a Philly cheesesteak cheesecake? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Billy's face on that was like. <laughs> no, you put that shaved beef in anything I'm in. But they're no, they're known is my point. They got it like a brick and mortar and Billy's giving me half a chub. Like he's like sitting there all sexy right here. Sexy right? and glistening. Yeah, dude. He's like <laughs> sitting here with his dog, just all his tats flexing. He looks like a fireman. Like, why am I? Why do I gotta look at Billy, bro? Why don't you fucking look at Billy for like a half an hour? There's a reason I took the other side of the table. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm eating these French fries and I got a nice like. Yeah, so what you doing later, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, Pete. What's your... you Stop me one more time. They got these french fries with like a Cajun seasoning. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting out there and everyone's like doing a social distance thing. You know, this is new to a lot of people still. And I think about it, inhale every bit of that seasoning. <laughs> and it's so it's the driest <laughs> cough. <coughs> and I'm coughing. I'm like, I'm covering my mouth literally with the mask that I left on the table. Like just pick a coughing into it. And people are looking at me like, get the fuck out. You fucking like you animal. You're the reason we're sitting outside man <laughs> dude uh so they uh epstein's like right hand command got caught right giselle you think she commits suicide too or i'm uh, sorry you think she dies <laughs> i think she, she hangs bit. herself mysteriously what'd you say billy he said she dies, I said she dies from covid Oh yeah, she's dead or something. <laughs> she hangs herself. No, it's COVID related death. COVID, with, yeah, with that note around. <laughs> I died of COVID nineteen. <laughs> I slit my throat because I had COVID nineteen. She got shot. COVID nineteen. Shot twenty nineteen yeah. times. There, COVID nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> there are too many photos with her with too many powerful people to not die. Dude, I didn't catch the whole story, but like, what's the deal with Wayfair? They're just sending like rich. Famous people like sex slaves wholesale. So here's the conspiracy theory. So Wayfair has a couple items on their website that are basic household items, chairs, appliances, what have you. And they have very specific names. I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're like people names. Mm-hmm. And those items are going for tens of thousands of dollars. And if you try to <laughs> if you try to put them in your cart, you can't. So Wayfair is saying this is a a glitch on the online store. People are saying these names line up with kidnapped children. 
Oh my god! Can and you they're imagine? selling. Now the problem with the conspiracy theory is, of course, half of these kidnapped children that they're named after have been found unrelated in different circumstances. The best part about this whole thing, Pete, to me, is that there's a there's dozens and dozens of memes going around. They're like, uh, "Dude, Wayfair is trafficking children to." I don't know, Tom Hanks. <laughs> like they're trying to bring down Tom Hanks and like he's like the like he was so squeaky clean that like he's the dude ordering these. Well now fucking I fucking hate there. these memes. Because I don't like this meme to begin with because I think it's bullshit. And anytime you hear like it's a pedophile ring, it's clearly a conspiracy theory that doesn't announce. Do you don't think Epstein had the pedophile ring though? No, no, I'm talking about like Pizzagate and shit like that. Pizzagate? Yeah. The, What's Pizzagate? You don't know Pizzagate? No. You voted for Trump, you should know all about Pizzagate. What tells Pizza? Oh, the Democrats are running an underground cannibalistic pedophile ring led by Hillary Clinton out of a pizza restaurant. That is just not on my radar. I, I yeah. don't know that. So that's a thing. And it's ridiculous because anytime there's like this, anytime you put up a pedophile scare, it's clearly a a conspiracy theory of some kind that really has no backing. Is it? There's pedophiles out there, Pete. There are pedophiles out there, but it's not this like cannibal cabal of rich politicians. I did not know that you were waving the flag at the pedophile, bro. You're like, bro, they are just, just misunderstood, no, bro. Just a couple like, weeks ago, I saw this whole thing about, like, attention Republicans were coming for your babies, signed Antifa. And then two, a day later... Damn, you on that email list, bro? No, you know who sent it? Billy's wife was like, is it, there any Daniela? validity to this? And I was like, no, in two days, you're going to find out that it was a right wing asshole group doing it. Two days later, it was a right wing asshole group doing it. You're her source check on online. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually kind of smart about these things. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) fucking also going back to the Epstein thing. That guy hung, did not hang himself. No, that guy fucking was murdered. He's like every person who's ever had an inch of power. Child rapist. That guy has 17 fucking photos of him with Trump and and 16 with Clinton. One of them did it. Did you see um, uh, his Netflix thing? Of course. Well, I watched I watched most of it because I found a lot of it just too fucking upsetting to watch. I watched that shit. That was kind of... Yo, speaking of crazy, you saw Tiger King, dude? Of course. Dude, I'm going to what I thought was his magical place tomorrow, the animal farm. I think it's just... You think it's Tiger King? It's just Joe Exotic, but Long Island. Right, right. Like, that's right. probably who's running this thing. He's some fucking meth-headed faggot. It's and, just Joe not that exotic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Joe. It's, it's it's strong Joe Island, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> that's who's running this, dude. And, like, it's probably some, like, regular, just, well, not regular, some just off-ball, wild dude who's like, yeah, I, I fucking sell tigers legally. No big deal. Yeah. My favorite thing about the Tiger King thing was just when he showed when he was getting a lot of uh, publicity for his presidential run, mm-hmm. and he shows a, sh- a clip of John Oliver being like reporting on this, mm-hmm. like this fucking guy is. This is how crazy this election's gotten. This guy's vote uh, running for it, and I just remember watching that episode when it aired and being like, "That's fake." I remember watching John Oliver in that episode, and then I, dude, it like two things clicked when I saw the Joe Exotic uh, show, like the, the Tiger King. I was like, "Holy shit, I do remember that." Yeah, it was like <laughs> that's a distinct like when he's like, "I he's own like, a tiger farm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gay. He's like, I'm and gay. I got three guns on me. <laughs> I'm gay as the day is long. Like it was like crazy shit." <laughs> Billy, did you watch that shit? Which one? The Joe Exotic thing, the Tiger King. Oh fuck it, dude. 
That, that fucking bitch, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, fucking dude. I know, I know, we're like late to the, uh, you know, to the game with yeah. this, but like, my, dude, I all I know is that I wish, I wish to employ someone that was hardcore as that Asian chick who got her arm eaten and was like, man, I went back to work the next day. I love this zoo. We're sitting at that brewery last night. And we're like, Hannah says, you know how long it's been since we've like actually gone out and sat at a place? I go, how long? She goes, remember Tiger King? I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, that was like, you, there's no, it had to be before that. No, it was at the start of all this. No, Tiger King was like deep into the craziness of well, COVID. Well, I, th- I think even that was her point of that wasn't that long ago. Tiger's, Tiger King seems like a, a year ago, but it's only like three months. It's three months ago. So I'm saying it's insane. Have you guys seen all the videos I did every day? The ones where you show yourself with your daughter with a different I never show life? myself really. No, but mm-hmm. you with your daughter in the morning. Yeah, they're a constant delight. If you're smart, Peter, there's a Pixar movie to be made about me dying behind that camera. Just saying. Hold on. Give me the premise. Premise is, is that the father makes a video every day of her daughter, right? And she goes to go back and see, learn more about her father because he died at a young age. And all she has to go by is his voice and him showing what happened every day. The sound Brian, are you, Brian, you're dying? Wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Bro. No, but there's a Pixar movie there, Pete. There's definitely a... You guys see Onward? Dude, Onward was so... Onward... All the, First of all, I, I rewatched all the Pixar movies, and they... Pixar is probably the best... Hit Heartstrings. Heartstrings all over the place. But Onward was great, dude. Chris Pratt... And, like, the reason his character was why he was... Because he was afraid to go say goodbye to his father. Well, like, Billy could probably relate, but, like... I got brothers, man. That that shit hit me. Mm. How'd you feel about it, dude? Onward? Uh, every time I watch it, I end up passing out. Oh, well, you didn't see the ending then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, I, I saw yeah, I saw the ending. I, I, I just it didn't it didn't add it like it didn't add up for me because like I missed like the the, the middle ending. Okay. So basically Watch it, watch it. The main character of the well the sorry, I said the second lead in the movie, right? The, he The um, older brother. The older brother. He um he basically lives by his own rules and he just does things without any regard to his well being or anyone else's well being right and eventually you learn that like he at when his father was dying on his deathbed he he was like hey look come say goodbye to your father and he was too afraid to do it and he yeah. promised himself from that moment that he would never be afraid of anything ever did anybody else notice though. Second Chris Pratt character in the recent recent movies to be too afraid to talk to his dying cancer ridden parent. Oh and my what, god, yes. His mom. He's got a thing, man. He's got a thing. Chris Pratt is is the I think he hates people with cancer. He can't handle seeing somebody with cancer. I would just say Chris Pratt plays a great everyman. I and I said to you at one point, um ten years ago? Ten years ago. Ten years ago, no, I didn't say to you ten years oh. ago, but ten years ago, mm-hmm. that character would have been a hundred and ten percent played by Jack Black. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, but voiced by Jack Black. Voiced by Jack. You don't Black. want to see Jack Black's shitty body. So to hear Chris Pratt <laughs> kind of doing a Jack Black thing <laughs> was kind of amusing to me. Yeah, he he is like the sexy version of Jack Black. He was. He's got that like that appeal where he was, like he was doing that like. Stoner rock and roll fuck up character, you know, who wins your heart at the end. Jack Black but, but is a no. lovable idiot. Yeah, but he's like kind of like ugly. 
So like, <laughs> but Chris Pratt is sexy and he's a lovable idiot. So Chris, that's why he's better. Chris Pratt was in Mousetrap. Was he like the board game? The the no. the movie with Nathan Lane? That was the name. That was the name of his band in uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Nathan Lane movie. I was talking about the game that no one knew to play. <laughs> did anyone know how to play that game? Because I did. It's Mouse Rat. It took like five hours to set up. Parks and Rec for fucking dummies. It took like eighteen minutes to fucking put everything there, bro. It was like no, no. If you play the game properly, the game lasts forever. I, I never played it properly. Nobody played it properly. I was like, let's see the trap go off. Exactly. It's a whole appeal. The guy dive in there, eat the cheese. If you play the actual game where you move the pieces and put a part never. on, then it takes for fucking ever. But if you're just like, let's skip to the main prize. Gotcha. <clears throat> Watch this fucking machine go off. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So we're getting we're getting a little long here, Pete. Do you want to like do uh, like two cards of Balderdash and just send us out here? Why don't I do some of these barstool ones? Barstool. Let's do the barstool cards. All right. So I'm going to pick some at random. These are... Oh, that's actually a perfect one right there. Mm-hmm. These are Answer the Internets. Answer the Internet. Let's end it off with that. I haven't been keeping score for any of this, so no winners. No winners, no losers. It's, we're just back. Oh, yo, but we, we want to announce that we we are going to try our best. Attempt. Attempt to do a D&D game that we're going to try to probably put the last like half hour of every episode for the next upcoming future in. Uh, <clears throat> and we think it's going to translate to be pretty fun. So I have thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, going to DM the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to dust off those muscles. Mm-hmm. I played D&D in the, again in high school, but I never actually DM'd anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to do it. And here's the funny part. I mean, Billy, do you ever play uh, Dungeons & Dragons? Negative. Me, neither have I. So, like, we're coming in here blind. So, P yeah. has like some what an idea what's going to go on, and, and me, and Billy, do not. We're probably going to be doing it via Skype. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I got a third guy in mind to do it with because you kind of need three mm-hmm. to play. Uh, the guy that I'm actually staying with up there, I think would be perfect. And you know what? What you do one more? I'll get Ken, and he's a perfect douchebag. He'll be <laughs> the perfect foil to everybody. Yes. That's perfect. A four-man game actually would be mm-hmm. great. Yeah, because that's how I, I heard it. And four was the best. Four is a sweet mm-hmm. spot. You can't do it with two because mm-hmm. there's no one to play off of. Yeah. But I think this guy, Scott, that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you guys will dig him. Excellent. Ken, perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, in the midst of all the chaos that my life is going through right now, I'm going to try to figure out how to do this. All right, excellent. Um, so it may not be next week, but it might be the week after. Oh, that's fine. All right, cool, man. So we're, that's a, that's that's a future, uh, and we'll we'll try to come up with more consistent content. But again, the world went upside down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You guys ready to answer? Some? Let's fucking go. All right. So I'm going to start with one question that I feel we already know the answer to, at least for one of us, and it's a marry, fuck, kill. Mm-hmm. Marry, fuck, kill. Lisa Turtle, Kelly ah. Kapowski, Jesse Spano. Oh, man. <laughs> Mary Kelly Kapowski. Um, fuck Kelly Kapowski and Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. In that order. I, it's I, I Romeo wanna, and Juliet, baby. I want to point out, you saw it. I just pulled random cards. That was just too perfect. Bro, 2020, bro. It, fucking, <laughs> it works in mysterious ways. I didn't mean to do that. On the real, though, I would marry... No. I'd marry Kelly Kapowski... I would fuck Jesse Spanos. No, I'd yeah, I fuck Jesse. I think she's that like that like she was at like that button up like I'm smart. I bet she fucked like a champ. You got to be careful here because for I don't know if she still does, but for wife for years your wife 
called herself the real Lisa Turtle. Yeah, whatever. I, <laughs> the actual Lisa Turtle, I felt like was just like some uppity bitch. Right. So I'm going to kill her. I think, you know, it would be like one of those things where everyone would be like, she hit the ground and be like, yeah! You know, <laughs> she was absorbed with herself. Right. <laughs> Billy? All right. Well, see, now I'm going to go totally different here. Um, you know, BLM, Brian, BLM. I'm going to marry Lisa Turtle and also Get because money. she comes from money. Yeah, Pop, Papa buddy. Turtle is rich. There you go. So when Papa Turtle, Turtle dies, you're getting one hell of an inheritance. That dude from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the shit out of Kelly Kapowski and killing uh, Jesse Spano because I just couldn't hear couldn't couldn't stand her with her freaking I'm feminism so fucking yapping. I'm so excited. She tried to be hot in Showgirls. That movie sucked. Oh, she was sexy though. <laughs> she was hot, but that movie sucked. I didn't watch it. I saw a titties though. I saw that movie. Exactly. Once. I like it. I like it, Billy. I you know what? I, I forgot about the whole feminism thing. I would love to have fucked her though. It's like <laughs> that's I I picked the fucker, right? Yeah, I did pick the fucker. <laughs> Like, shut up, you fucking bitch. <laughs> okay. Sports question. Yeah, sports. Would you rather win a Little League World Series title or be a triple-A baseball player who never got called up? Like, am I the player? Basically, yes, you're the player. You're either the guy who hit the home run in Little League World Series mm-hmm. that won everything, or you're the triple-A player. But you never got off the bench. Little League World Series, just because like everyone could finally be like, dude, you were the sh- like that was the shit. You won a championship when you were like ten. But then right? everyone goes, whatever happened to you? I was fucking Little League, bro. What are we talking about? <laughs> like people would ask, what? Ha- hey, I was in minor league ball. What happened to you? I wasn't fucking that great, so I never made it to the majors. At least like Little League, it's like you're not, you're not, you're not That's like true. You're not getting that money at AAA. No, you're playing literally for the love of the game at that point, and you're like. Yeah. Dude, the best summer of my life. I played with my friends all summer. We won the fucking Little League World Championship. I have a fucking... It's the fucking sandlot, dude. dude. It's like getting a piece of the aggro crag. We <laughs> yeah. have a, Like, we have... We won a championship, dude. <laughs> you think when, kids who won the aggro crag still have it proudly Fuck out? yeah, dude. <laughs> By the way, Mark Summers was on uh, uh, Pardon My Take. Yeah. And they were they were gushing, the, the two the two hosts. They're like... They're like uh, um, Contemporaries to us, they're both like 35, 36 years old, yeah. And they were gushing over uh, guts, and he's actually had thirty more years of a career, right? Right. And uh, dude, at the at the end, he actually has a huge part of the agro crack in his house, and he's like, "I've been waiting for a long time to sell this." And they they got together and they were like, "All right, we'll auction it on with our media, and all the proceeds will go to whatever." Um, charity that Mark Summers wants, some child's charity, right? Awesome. So, like, he's like, that's what exactly what I wanted to do with this thing, right? And uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, like, yeah, I, I know I just, I, I just mentioned the agrocrack, but like, it's cool that Mark Summers and not Mark Summers, um, Michael Malley, and yeah. and and the Barcelona guys are gonna give a bunch of charity to kids, and some kid from the nineties is gonna get a piece of the crack. Now, who owns the temple? Or Omek from Legends of the Hidden Temple, because I want that. Funny enough, on the uh, podcast, they mentioned that, and they were like, man, fuck the, f- fuck the, the Hidden Temple, bro. We were straight-up guts people. <laughs> I love I love both of them. They were both cool shows. They were both pretty awesome, and I my aspiration as a kid was to be on that or Nick Arcade. If you want to f- uh, find a, a decent interview, listen to Mark Summers. Uh, not Mark Summers. Um, Michael Melly on that show. He talks about, he's like, I'm, I'll be honest with you, bro. 
the the crew on the gut show, we did have a couple beers and run that crag. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah, so it's like, all right, we don't film for the day. They're like, glug, 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 glug. All right, bro. Run the crag. Like, hit that shit. The foam blocks <laughs> fall. <laughs> I would fucking die. Best it. job ever, right? I like. I actually like Mike O'Malley. Mm-hmm. He seems like a pretty down to He was a really, really cool guy. Anyway, uh, Billy, you got to answer the question. Who would... Would you rather win an LLWS title or be a AAA baseball player who never got called up? I'm going, I'm going AAA, you know, because you 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 made it almost that close. You're getting paid, to, you're still getting paid to play, and you're getting some small town booty in uh, in some of these states that you go to. Yeah. Playing. Town booty sells oh, that one town. for me. S. TB, bro. Small town booty. <laughs> yeah, because I careful how you say it. I didn't realize that there was small town booty involved, and I agree with Billy. But I know, I know just careful using that. It'd be like, I got an STB. Got <laughs> small town booty. It just sounds too close to something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. A little STD. Well, he probably got an STD from the STB. <laughs> from some lot lizard. Mm-hmm. Some uh, lot li- it's Phoenix, bro. <laughs> I mistook her for uh, Great Plains no. trash. She's actually desert trash. That's my fault. I should have realized for all the lizard types. Yeah, it's meth, not oxy. Yeah. All right. All right, next one. Would you rather get videotaped every night you go out and have to watch it with your significant other's mom or have their mom get a copy of every text you send? I'd rather oh. just have my mother-in-law watch what I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm I don't do anything fucking foul. Well, I go the opposite. I, I I don't do anything foul, but I also don't text anything foul. So, I text foul things, dude. I text foul. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get them from Brian a lot. <laughs> so you two, yeah, you two are your own worst enemies on that. Like yeah. Billy just seems like the guy that deserves these texts, and like he never asks for them. But it's not the text he wants; it's the text he deserves. <laughs> he <know>? earned them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, I, get, I I send you some pretty good ones through Facebook. So well, it sounds like it's a give and take I relationship. Const- I would say every like week, I get the the text back of the fucking minion being like, "Oh my god," you know, like the the, the gif of the minion being like, "Oh no." <laughs> It's to, the point, it's to the point where like I'm, I'm afraid to open it because I'm afraid like a dick is gonna pop out any second. <laughs> yeah, but you got, the the best thing is you gotta pepper him with lots of titties and booty, and then like oh yeah, every like fifth one's like a dick, bro. It's a like dick. check out this hot chick. Check out this hot chick. Check out this hot chick. Check out this hot chick with a dick. And then like it, the best ones are the ones that end where it's like a bunch of Spanish dudes that are like, oh you fat. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically playing gay chicken with each other. Yeah, dude. It's the best. Gay chicken is the new sport. (laughs) Would you rather... Would you rather win a golf tournament for $1 million or win an Olympic gold medal? $1 million, please. Yeah, $1 million. Yeah, that one's kind of weak. Unless the gold medal itself is worth $1 million, then I'll take the fucking... uh, The $1 million golf tournament. Yeah, I'm not a big... I, I hate golf. I really do. But I'd rather win that golf tournament. I just I'm financially want to be secure with my win. Exactly. So like glory is one thing. I mean, I'll take the mill. Maybe if I'm like Kurt Angle and I can like turn that into a successful pro wrestling career, or like Josh Phelps, where like you know I could smoke some weed and then be like I'm a spokesman for Subway. Yeah, dude. It's like, hey, what's best? What goes best with weed? All right. Subway. This Subway. Next, this next one's stupid. Subway. Do you know how genius the marketing of Subway is that they think. To, to let people think that eating a loaf of bread is healthy. Yeah, yeah. At a sitting, it's like, eat a loaf of bread. 
Watch your weight. One five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking five dollars plus tax. Eat a loaf of bread. Eat a fucking full loaf of fucking herb bread. Italian herb Le- loaded up with veggies. That has that distinct burning tire smell to it. It has the freshness of the arcoca. <laughs> One pedophile lost a lot of weight once. <laughs> Well, that was just because he was running from the cops. It wasn't he had anything to do. It was because he was trucking porn to other people's he dorm was sweating getting his computer fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what was on there. It's like I could buy a new one, but I don't know. I really like the content of my old. One. Oh, getting that shit gets a lot of Who, viruses. Whoever brings their like, is there a Comp USA to bring your computer to at this point? Like, who like your computer's done? It's like. Okay, new computer. No, yeah, and you keep an external and like cloud. Or or if you're savvy, you're just like, all right, full reboot, let's fucking go. No, you do the Mr. Robot thing. Every time that hard drive dies, you drive a drill through it and shred it. Well, if you got child pornography. Yeah, but if that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, how stupid is that? No, no, you go out like Star Wars and you bring it into the woods and you set it on fire and you're like. (laughs) Yeah, then you just have like all three apparitions looking behind you like. Yikes. You had child porn on that. You should go to jail. Mm -hmm. Look as good you will not. (laughs) Prison, you shall go. Yeah. If people find the contents of this, look as good you will not. <laughs> I find your lack of decency disturbing. Gone to the dark side, he has. Stepmother watches too much of. I prayed on my deathbed and now I'm a ghost. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's Vader. I killed children. I killed multiple children. Younglings, whatever. And uh, you know what? On my deathbed, I uh, prayed and I'm here now. So yeah, you think you think the Jedi's you know were able to like just you know use the Force to make themselves come and not have to use their hands to jerk off? Yeah, definitely. Do or do not. There is no try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that um, I I think they used it more like on whiskey dick than they did on like getting themselves to come. They're just like totally wasted on like all types of hallucinogens from other worlds and they're just like dude i can't get it up i bet there's just some creepy ones they want that prostate stimulation without dropping a digit on themselves and they're just like me i mean you know yoda was like all alone in that little hut for like you know 20 something years ranking it i was (laughs) (laughs) why so small and shriveled i am he didn't have big forearms so uh you know that's why he was so shriveled up. He was just fucking <laughs> dehydrated. out of all life essence. <laughs> That's how he made a baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, dude. He used, he used up all his midi-chlorians his first, his first week there. Gatorade I need. Mm, fuck me, you little. <laughs> Go home with me, you white. Flashlight. My ass I can stick. <laughs> There's a uh, comedian called, um, what's his name? Cash. Cash something. Johnny. Not Johnny Cash. I forget his name. But his whole ending bit was... Um, Yoda having an orgasm was it's like Vincent Price yeah. <laughs> it just got weirder and weirder and grosser and grosser I don't get this next question let's see it cause it, it I mean it doesn't sound all that we'll fucking spit it out sounds would you rather date a girl who loves sports and tries to fit in with the guys or date a girl who makes you watch shitty reality TV uh, easily the girl who likes sports yeah man there's no fucking argument there. I thought it, when I first read, I'm like, I thought, you, would you rather date like an I, ugly girl or date a guy? I think that was more directed at their girlfriends. 
Specifically. Like, <laughs> like, would you rather date this girl or that girl? Oh, everyone says one? Oh, yeah. If my girlfriend was sitting right there, I'd have to go with the latter. Like, let's just say let's say stuff you like. Like, hey, would you rather date a girl who, like, like comic books and watch awesome Marvel movies or complained a lot? Just saying. Yeah, that's a question <laughs> specifically designed to start shit. And shit, Pete. And shit. <laughs> Alright. Next question. Would you rather live in colonial times or the year twenty five hundred? And there's a photo on there of a musket and a lancer from Gears of War. Give me colonial times. This is a lot of upper yeah. movement. True. Like, Guns all over the place, ride horses. You gotta remember, like, these guys were just dudes and now they're on money. All the money. That's right, bro. Alexander Hamilton, bro. There's a million Alexander Hamilton. There's a million things he hasn't done, but just you wait. Just you wait. Just you wait. I'd rather be colonial times. I think that's true freedom back in the day where, like, you could literally do whatever you want. Like, there was no, nothing really stopping you. Right. All right. True freedom. Next question. Mm-hmm. Would you accept $1 million to be deported from the U.S.? You can never come back. But you get to take one person with you. No. Or? That's it. No. Would uh, you take it? Would you take that offer? No. I would say it depends where. I, I can go anywhere else in the world? One of them, one of them like cool countries and I get to be a millionaire there? No. I was the person. Nah. It's too much cool shit in the U.S. I would probably take that. No. I got, I'll find one of them like. I got my business, my friends, my family, and I love. Uh, these colors don't run, bro. Exactly. If you found air a, pound Billy, <laughs> if you found a porn online of your buddy and his girlfriend, would you watch it? Yeah. And would you say anything to him? No. Yeah. Unless it was awesome. Follow up question. Got, like, bro, your lighting is off. <laughs> Follow up question. <laughs> would you beat off to it? Of course. I thought that was implied <laughs> when I watched it. When I watched it to completion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, dude. Like, I'm not watching a porno and not beating off to it. Like, what's that about? What am I here for? You know, yeah. this is an end game. Oh, all right, I pulled another random card, and this one's another perfect one for this particular group of people. Kelly Kapowski, would you rather orgasm every time you hear "All Star" by Smash Mouth? Yes. Or hear "All All Star" every time you orgasm? Either or, I'm good. Oh, I, I think it's old. a win-win, Pete. <laughs> hey, now you're oh, sorry. Or it's um, uh, hey now you're an all star. I think it's win win, dude. It's going either way. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever told the actual story on here of your wedding, when that song played and it was all of us with our significant others as the only ones on the dance floor. They didn't get it. Nobody got it. I've never it looked matter. that more crooked in my life. Just for us. Honest to God, it's got a lot of replay value into it. <laughs> I I think it's a funny song. Would you rather? Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll. All right. Would you rather have sex with two midgets or two seven-foot-tall girls? One of each. Not an option. One or the other. We have rules here. I'd rather do the midgets. I want just. I want my dick to be seen like massive. Right. Even though the seven-foot-tall ones are probably like models, like. Tall girl, seven hot. foot tall model. No, they're fucking freaks. I'm saying they're they're probably they're taller, both, probably leaner. 
Pete. They're both like, yeah, I'm trying Ubu gobble, one of us. Ubu gobble. One of them is like, like Oompa Loompa. The other one is yeah. like Death by Snow. I don't snow. want one that can sit on its knee. All right. <laughs> so like, I want to, I want to feel like my hog is gigantic. Give me the midgets. Yeah. Both in agreement. Yes. Okay. Would you rather wear high heels or a belly shirt? Belly shirt. Belly shirt. <laughs> Two different bellies, but belly shirt. Two very different bellies. <laughs> yeah. The pinches your toes, bro. I'm not in for that. I know. I'd fall over. And the, I, you know, honest to God, like, the belly shirt is probably freeing. It's just like, damn. Look at all that air hitting my belly. Nice. I need one more here. Show off my Then we'll tats. wrap it up. Show off his tats. <laughs> I need to find a good one. I feel like, like, what's that? What's that site you pay to like watch people fucking like flick their bean? Snapchat. Um, TikTok. No, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a fucking Chinese uh, uh was oh. it a security site or something like that? Talking about chat. Talking about chatterbait. Like, yeah, it was like yeah, something like that. It's like Billy's got his oh. shirt off and he's just flexing at me. It's like I feel like I'm paying some. Fucking <laughs> just dude. on some weird cam yeah, site. Yeah, dude. It's like yeah, okay. Oh, it was a cam soda. Cam soda. Yeah, I feel like I'm on cam soda with Billy here, bro. It's just like <laughs> send him a tip. You there. might get a little yeah, more. Bro, hey, bro, I'm sending you a tip, bro. <laughs> Final question. Uh, you ever think about selling your cock, Billy? Yes. You should. I think you should. I think he's he's fit enough. He's good looking enough. Where like he's wasting his time delivering packages that are boxed. Right. You should be delivering packages. It's son. a dick in a box. Box, yeah. Hey, you ever lose that uh, FedEx job? You, you got a backup. You kind of look like Nick Lachey went to Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. You're a good looking dude, bro. Thank you. That's right. Just the lighting. All right. Final, final question. I'm fucking turning on, bro. I'm banging my wife tonight. I know. This is weird. It's like, what? What's weird the, to why, be why, this... why are you so aggressive? Like, I fucking saw Billy all night. There's, when there's two of you in a room and there's so much sexual chemistry that you're not a part of, it's yeah, weird. Take it, Billy. What? <laughs> Would you rather be the president, the Pope, yes. or whoever's in charge of North Korea? Pope. President, baby. He's giving out blessings all day. It's like people come Get to you. People come to you from around the world and you just give them a little... Yeah, but you can't get less. Yeah, you're living a life of celibacy. You don't. You you rape. You like to have sex with whoever you want to have sex with. It doesn't matter. I heard you rape. You rape whoever <laughs> you want to have sex with. You cover up child molestation. I, the power trip for me is the Pope, where you're just like big hat. You're just like, boom, blessed. Going big ahead. hat, bulletproof you, car. You, if you literally look at the fucking words, you decide who goes to heaven, and who goes to hell. So that's better than being the president. People vote you out. That's true. Ain't no one voting you out as Pope. And you make saints willy-nilly. You're like the NWO with the Pope. You're for life, son. <laughs> Ain't no one fucking with you, Yeah, until that purple smoke and shit, you know? Yeah, dude, you come in, and, like, Popes are the most powerful evil people in the world. I think that, like, if I was truly evil, I'd want to be Pope. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was toying with that one in my head. It should, North Korea could be, like, treated as a god and worshipped as a god. But you, your country sucks. You're, you're, yeah, but you're still bullshit, though. You don't have real power. No, you're totally While bullshit. While the Pope, you're just like, I'm a religion. You believe I have power. Well, like, Kim Jong is a, a religion, but he's like only in that little little stretch. Yeah, he's got like fucking two million Korean, North Korean. I would argue at this point in American history, the president is kind of a religion. 
but to a very select group. No, prayer's not religion. It's fucking... Talk to my brother. It's a fucking cult. Only because he likes Trump. But, like, in general, the president is nothing more than, like, a Thanksgiving turkey you fucking roll out there. He's He's got... Uh, forget politically. He has no real power. Like, he could say and do things, but Congress and, and the Senate could stop all that shit. Right. right. But so, then Pope, worldwide... He's, he is infinite power. Yeah, nobody really... For everybody who believes in him, which is the majority of the world. Actually, no, I think Muslims are the majority of the world. Muslims are the majority. The majority of the non-savages in the world. <laughs> of the, for, for the second biggest population of the world, mm-hmm. religiously. For the non-heathens, he's numero uno. And they're all And heathens. you're giving out blessings. He's just like, can you imagine go up to somebody and be like, going to heaven, Billy. Yeah, but yes. the, the complication heaven is secretly, heathen. you know... Any misconduct you have, any fun you have, is got to be behind very, very closed doors. No, I think they're pretty actually open for all about three. It. For all three, you got to be. Never mind. I think you're right. You're absolutely right. One guy eats. I'm, strictly... I'm assuming in my head that the Pope is pious. Probably not. No, he's never been. You ever watched Castlevania, the animated series? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. He said he'd come back a year ago. Fuck that demon. What? <laughs> Why is it eating my baby? <laughs> All right. That's it for the questions. I think we're good here. Everyone's a winner. Everyone wins. Mm-hmm. That's it. First right. time back, so. So let's just end up with like a, like a last little like. Billy, would you want to say something at the end here? I mean, Pete, man. You're awesome. Uh, it's going to suck not having you here. Thanks, Wish you brother. the best of luck. Appreciate Can't it. Can't wait. Can't wait to get you know to you guys get your house, come visit, party it up, you know. Anytime. Man. Drink Pete Pete's uh, Pete's Maine ale. You know uh, I'm home brewing like an asshole. Oh man, you should spell <laughs> that like Maine, like M A I N E. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been discussed. It's a good pun. Uh, I'm moving with a, up there with a lot of people who are home brewers, and I will definitely be that douchebag. Nice. nice. You gonna make some shine? Yeah. Yeah, see, now we're talking, man. Like, I can't wait. No, it's exciting, man. Like, we're happy for you. You know, we wish you guys the best. And like I said, man, you always you always have a home here. Wherever wherever we are, you always got a home. I appreciate it, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, I'm glad that we're back together, even though Billy's not in, in studio. And we miss, I miss you, Billy. Always I mean, see me talking about the whole thing. <laughs> Billy's got me so fucking hot and bothered. Torqued right now, bro. Yeah. It's fucking, he's looking great. All, all I'm saying is, if Joe gets pregnant, you better name the kid Billy, even if it's a boy or a girl. Nah, I don't want to name If him we Billy. can do the math and it relates back to tonight, then his name is Billy. I'll dedicate the kid to you, but I can't name the kid Billy. Middle name. And, and, or name, a, name a, If it's a girl, you got to name her Rona. I will name, name the, the, Rona. I will name the kid, um, whatever I want to name it, Da Vinci Cats. Seems like a compromise, huh? Compromise. I think bro. it's fair. Compromise. You know, Da Vinci. Or how about the how about uh, uh, the, uh let's say um, Brian, Billy's the sexiest cats. How about how do we feel about that? <laughs> I don't think you'll do better than that. I say you take it. It's sexy mm-hmm. as your counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I yeah, dude. I, I we we missed you, Billy, here tonight, man. We'll, we'll get together in the future. Uh, 
and and Pete, man, obviously, yo, I'm gonna say I'm bummed out, man. Like you're one of my oldest best friends, and but I'm super super happy for you, and I know this is like the best thing you could have possibly done for yourself is get the fuck out of this state. I appreciate it. Fuck you. Yeah, can't wait to visit you and your hoity-toity main beers and your lobsters and uh, all that good stuff when we go up there. Beautiful hiking you. trails and kayak trips, uh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm super psyched to come visit you up there because, like, what's like it's it, the the vacation explains itself. We're gonna hike, we're gonna drink, we're gonna eat. Like that's exactly what I wanted. Try to to burn off some calories before I gorge myself. That's the lifestyle I'm going. <laughs> yeah, for. dude. I want to gorge and be kind of active. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In an outdoor setting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pete? Yeah. Uh, first of all, happy to be doing this again. Mm-hmm. Miss this. Absolutely. Uh, second, it, this is a tough, tough thing for me. And it, it did not come lightly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, it, it was not an easy decision to make. Really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we're here. So just Same like, the best way that me and Billy can explain it is that. Look, man, whenever you're down and out, just remember, you're Captain America, and behind you is a bunch of portals, and we're coming out, bro. Fuck yeah, man. Well put. There you go, well dude. Well put. I'm going to say Billy with his sexy, sexy body. He's Thor. Ow. And <laughs> I'm Fat Thor. <laughs> you're both Thor. We're both coming out as you're Thor. You're both funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different body shit. I'm Pratt. He's Thor, right? Because like, I, 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 I consider myself a Star-Lord, and he's Thor, dude. All right, so on that note, I'm going to close it out with boom. This is Painted Black Podcast on your left. Oh, boom. All right, man. Peace. Later.